motherfucking 64 niggas. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Y'all niggas didn't think it was coming, but it's here, motherfucker. Let me stop, but yeah, it's the Daily Heat Check Smoke Cast episode fucking 64. We are here in the building live and direct. Yes, we are. I am your host, Sir Piffery Goods. You can find me at Piff Beats on Twitter and on Instagram. And to the left of me, the best of me, my good sir, SP the Dope. Please talk to the people. Tell them where they can find you. What's good? What's good? You already know. Um, Rock the Ville, R-O-C-D-E-V-I-L-E on IG. Get at me. Yes, 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 y'all. You already know the fucking vibes, bro. You know the shit. We in here, baby. I got my fucking 1800 tequila. I think I have the box. It's right here. It's right fucking here. Yeah, boy. Yeah, 1800 tequila on deck. Shout out to the fucking plug. He just came through with some motherfucking cheetah piss. I think it's cat piss. I don't know what the fuck it is. P, wait, his reaction is better than mine. (laughs) His reaction is better than mine. This is this is motherfucking <laughs> poverty in a jar. Pretty so when much. you pull up the Penn State, matter of fact, anybody who ever been to Penn Station and you ever seen them homeless niggas in the hold bathroom, on, hold baby, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I hope you ain't get that from Penn Station. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, no, I'm about to say. No. I'm about to say, <laughs> yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say. But it has the aroma <laughs> of a deep Penn Station stench. So if you ever visit any of those vestibules. Bus stations, any of those things, please understand, we got you right here, locked in, set and flavor, loaded. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That 1800 is cracking, baby. Hold on, let me kick the AC up. I'm burning it up. Yeah, boy. Y'all ain't think, yeah. Y'all think it was coming, baby. Nah, man, they ain't think it was coming. But we back, you know what I mean? Another episode. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on the on the last episode, you know what I mean? Get a good feedback. We appreciate y'all. Big you know what I'm saying? To everyone, all of you. We love you. Thank you. Big, big fucking thanks. But yeah, the feedback is much appreciated, much needed. Damn sure is. You know, it's only gonna get bigger and better. We're growing and glowing. So you know, it's only gonna come with the maturity, the maturation process. Damn, but, Piff, it looked like you got a lot on the table today, bro. My nigga, we got everything. We got everything. Oh, hold on, hold on. You got notes this week too? Oh, I'm saying what? <laughs> I be freestyling. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I be freestyling. I really be going all over the place. But there's so much to talk about. Like I ain't gonna hold you before, and this is real talk. Before P came through, my notes was fucking like it felt like I was writing about shit from like ten years ago. There's no bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I still had like, yo, P came through, bro. I can't do not notes today. Compliments to SP the Dope. Shout outs to Roxaville. You feel me? He got the fucking breaking news, the scoop on everything hey, we need. Man. So, mean? you know what I mean? And wait, hold up. This is my favorite Dutch tool. I'm just going off topic, just getting all the bullshit out the way. These right here, I don't know, these green mint Johns, I don't know what camera to point at. My nigga, this right here, fams, fams. Fam, they not the official Dutch master. They're like the cigarette. They're like the budget Dutchies. You know what I mean? Like, cause the regular Dutch is like one twenty five for one. You feel me? But at at the same time, I could get two of these little cigarellos and get the damn thing going. So we can make it do what it does. That's some new shit. Um. Well, nah, I seen them before, but I'm saying like from the era we came up in. Oh this yeah, some yeah. new shit. Yeah, no, nah, we we from the White Owl Phillies. You get what I'm saying? Remember the Prodigy Blunt? Like, oh, my nigga, man. yeah, bro, Yo. bro, come on. So, you know, we we from a different era of when shit was like, 
when when the boy, like, we didn't have that many bro raps was no bullshit when we was coming up raps was new like, no, 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 really no, no, like, no, raps I mean, no and the Pavil was before they was new we would this one yo when we was coming up it was Fifty Cent White House and Fifty Cent Phillies bro we showing our age right now that's a fact though. That's a fucking fact. Fifty cents, you get two for a dollar. Rolling. Nobody up. even thought about a rap. No, bro. I'm not going to hold you. This I never even seen the rap back. No, in the no, day. no. We lying. We lying. Because you remember, I think it was the Double XL or the Source, and Snoop Dogg had a, a ad in there. Yeah, for but those this came a little, a little while later though. Yeah, no. I'm no. You're right. Before it got to that us, was like yeah. probably early two thousands. Nah, you right. You right. Right. Nah, because when them raps when we first seen that, like we talking Double XL, the Source, and like those advertise. Nah, we wasn't. Yeah, this was a minute, bro. And then, like I said, and when you think about them raps. I don't know. Nah, yeah. Like, I'm talking like North, North, East Coast. I don't know how them New York cats was getting down, but I don't think we had nah. raps. I don't nah. think, nah, raps was new. Nah. And then when they came, they, of course, they had to give us the fruity flavors. Yeah. Not trying to be, now. not even trying to sound funny. We had the mangoes, the... Yeah, but White Owls had the flavors first, though. Remember, they came in the tubes, oh, the grape ones. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the grape joint. They had the Phillies, silver. too. Phillies, too. What, Strawberry Phillies? Phillies. Yo, shout out to Brick Mood and Gully, no, yo. No, I remember the chocolate Phillies. Oh, nah, hold up. Nah, shout out to Brick Mood and Gully, yeah, yo. Yeah, shout out to Brick. Rolling up the, the, the official sour from back in the day. The Izzy sour. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold up. Hold shout up. out to Izzy. He used to throw that shit in the um strawberry Philly every time. Strawberry Phil. Dang, bro. I ain't... Strawberry? I remember the chocolate Johns. I don't remember the strawberry ones. Yeah, I remember the um chocolate Dutch, the green Dutch, the grape Dutch. Hold up, side note, this shit is sticky as fuck. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I wait. We doing a few episodes and I normally let y'all know what strands I'm blowing on. This right here, bro, is like I just stuck my fucking hand in some fucking crazy glue. Or some God, fucking glue. This shit is wild. But we're going to see. It's all about the smoke test because I'm here. I'm, I'm normally hyped and charged. Let's see if it gets me hyper. But no, we got a bunch of shit, man. We got the first female football player to talk about. We got um Drake, um, or that's a deep dive with Drake. We got fucking um what's the the Nate Robinson knockout, everyday struggle canceling. Yo, that's Nate Robinson knockout. Yo, they were gunning him, son. So let's go, let's go straight into the Nate Robinson knockout. Oh man. Hold on, we gotta oh. go straight into the Nate. Oh man! <laughs> Hold on, we gotta go straight into Nasty Nate. Hold on, my nigga, because Nasty Nate, the way the way Nasty Nate was giving it up, I don't think anybody else was giving it up like that before. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, cats ain't saying you going night night no more. They say you going Nate Nate, bro. <laughs> Yo, wait, and I think I'm gonna keep it a hundred. You know, it, it it is at this time. At this time, I think the the Nate shit. I think the internet, because you know we come we record ours a little late, but at the same time. I think that the Nate shit has been a little bit over over dragged because I feel like the people clowning him. I, like I'm not gonna hold you. I'm playing devil's advocate on this because the Nate Robinson shit is wild because it's like, bro, one, he got knocked the fuck out, and Grant, he's not like I don't. He's a he's an athlete. He's a he's someone in the professional light. But I say it's like it's not every day you see a celebrity or someone of that stature getting knocked out on national television. Yeah, true. You feel me? Rapper, athlete, doesn't matter, whoever it is. So one, he stepped into that, and he he earned that shit, so shout-outs to him. But But yo, hold on, nah, talk about celebrities getting knocked out. I might... Yeah, who gets knocked out? Yo, didn't they have, back in the day, 
um boxing celebrity mm. boxing matches and did his stinky fingers get knocked out, son? I know what you talk allegedly over I think over the years this team has released a report or article saying that was alleged or the gloves was heavy, he was drunk or hot. Some oh, shit. Man. <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah, um Stinky got slumped on fucking TV. And here's the crazy thing. I'm not a racist. Both people was fucking white. And I'm only a pointing word? that out. I think so. I don't so. even remember. And I'm only, it was so long ago. Yeah, but wait, I'm only saying this because I think we spoke about it. Motherfuckers must have underestimated Jake. or these uh, Just because a motherfucker is white or what, don't underestimate him, bro. These motherfuckers will sleep you, have you in a <laughs> cheese curl, have you rethinking your last 10 thoughts. Real talk. If y'all remember Freaky London, oh, I'm from New York. I'm from fucking New York. Da, 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 da. I'm out here by myself. Wait, wait. Y'all remember, you remember Freaky yeah. London? You remember Freaky, yeah. y'all, y'all remember how that shit ended, right? Yeah. You remember how that shit fucking ended, right? Yeah, keep fucking Mr. Bro, I'm just putting it like that. Like, listen, y'all motherfuckers out here and assume motherfuckers may, cause that's, I'm gonna keep it 100. Niggas, niggas, be th- niggas be thinking that shit that they could get over or they think it's a sweet ride. It ain't no fucking sweet rides out here, bro. Like one, I'm gonna keep it 100. It doesn't matter what the race they are cause I'm gonna get off of that because Jake really boxed. Or he really trained. Or because the one thing that the people is, like, and I say this in my last, if you remember last time, I was like, bro, it's all about technique. You remember? Um, yeah. um what was it? Footwork and technique. Yeah. He didn't have no, his feet was never, he never got planted the whole fight. He never got planted. Bro, he never got situated. But I don't even think he landed a punch. Did he land a punch? I don't think he landed a punch. If he did, that they, makes it even worse if he didn't land a fucking punch. But damn, bro. Bro, his whole style of fighting. Is like why, bro? Why did you even think about stepping in the ring? Listen, I'm I'm trying to find where they was cooking this oh, nigga uh, right here, cause they got the fucking wait wait world star hip hop got the Nate Robinson forty eight hours yeah oh right here yeah oh my shout outs to P shout outs to fucking P cause bro when y'all niggas see this shit this is the shit right here that is I'm like bro <laughs> <laughs> bro wait I. This is why you don't go out there underestimating motherfuckers. This is why you don't go out there assuming things can't happen because it will. Because right now, this right here is crazy. Yo, they move fast, bro. This is crazy. They got the Night Night Nate Robinson Premium Cannabis. Hold up with the Cookies logo on it. I was about to it. say, ain't that Cookies in? Hey, yo, they got the Cookies logo <laughs> on it. Hey, Burner, you got it on this Burner? Burner, hold up. <laughs> burner, we need to talk, baby. I fucks with you, fans, but this? <laughs> My nigga. Wait, this is, wait, this one, we're in a different day and age. For you, because I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to keep it quick because I, I know everybody got their deep dive on it. Nate Robinson, I'm going to keep it 100. Um, He got what he won. You're a celebrity. And this day and age, being a celebrity opens you up for this type of criticism. And don't do anything fucked up because just look at this. He got knocked out. And they already, less than 48 hours, they smoking on that Nate, night, night, Nate pack. Yeah. So imagine if you are another celebrity of that stature and you get put to sleep. Nobody's trying to be on a night, night, Nate Robinson pack. Number, <laughs> wait, I already said he didn't have his footwork or technique. He was never planted. I don't think he landed a punch. And I, I also think he, um, he overestimated on. Hold on. Um, so you see what else is on that pack? What? Oh boy, that knocked him out wearing mm. Nate wearing Nate's jersey. Son. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> 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 oh my god, bro, you are a savage. Yo, your attention to detail is to the fucking guy. 
I missed all that. I see a cookie logo. I see premium cannabis. Night, night. He's like, no, 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 no. They got old boy out there flexing in that Nate Robinson jersey. He wearing a jersey. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. I'm back. I'm back. So shout, so shout outs to Nasty Nate Rock. Shout outs to Jake Paul rocking that Nasty Nate jersey, putting him Yo. to sleep. Because that that right there is enough to fucking, you know, that's crazy. But I'll say this, just real talk. It's a thought I want to get off. One, I don't only think Nate Robinson underestimated Jake Paul and it has nothing to do with race or anything. The entire NBA did. Everybody I saw went with fucking um, Nate Robinson. I'm not going to yeah. hold you. Even on my episode prior to the fight, I was like, yo, Nate looked like he's a little bit stacked. I think he could use his little diesel. But I also did say I'm going with the reps and the experience because... Just call it. Jake Paul has the fucking experience. He definitely has more. He got a knockout. He has more fights. He's been training more. And clearly from the fight, you can see he's more planted, more patient, and more strategic. Just overall. So mm -hmm. just to give a, a, a fair analysis of it, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, Nate Robinson set himself up for failure. And everyone else who pushed and pursued him to think that he could, was able to pull this off, they're actually to blame. Because here's the other, this is the devil's advocate of it. Nate Robinson got knocked out. Everybody's fucking clowning him. But the one true thing about it that I also say is that for you to go in the ring and do what he does, and, and Rob, you can attest to it because you came from a family of boxing. And you feel me? Boxing is not easy. Hell but wait, no. street fighting, brawling, that shit is cool. But when we're talking boxing. Bro, the training alone, if you ain't got it in you, you ain't going to last through the training. So, I mean, it looked like he didn't even think about training the way he came out. You should fire. Wait, and if you got trainers, you should fire them. They owe you money, your medical expenses, Real everything talk. tied in. Because, bro, like, and this is playing your, devil's advocate. Your trainers are supposed to know if you're ready for that ring or not. Wait, and here's, here's another deep dive, too. As a fucking professional boxer, people who are professionals, and I'm sorry, Nate, you were not a professional. Professional At NBA, all. yes. Boxer, no. But for people who are professionals in the sport, their hands are licensed weapons. Mm -hmm. For a reason. Mm -hmm. For a reason. License what? Bro, May Mayweather hit you with a two-piece. One, you might not get up. And two, you might have to rearrange some medical bills because <laughs> Lord knows what he's going to break. It's all about speed and might. So I'll say this, man. Um, Shout-outs to Nate for doing what he did because the average person will not be capable to, one, do what he did. And I'm going to take it a step further. Go as long as he did. The shit was only two rounds. Yeah. Shit was, it was pathetically short. But I will say this. The average person, like we were talking about the shit with Tyson, getting around with Tyson nah, for hell a round. No, but, not me. Bro, three <laughs> minutes with Jake, bro. He like he barely lasted six minutes with Jake Paul, let alone a, a, a but minute yo, you with know, Tyson. You know why he lasted that long though? Talk to me. It was a lot of hugging and grabbing, that man. That was it. That was it. Yo, hold on. The ref even was like, the ref kept breaking him up, and he went specifically to Nate. It was like, yo, come on, bro. We gonna put on a fight or what? Like, what'd you come here for? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, that's what he Bro, said. he embarrassed himself in the first 45 seconds, then he got whopped in the head, and then he thought he got hit in the back of the head. But that just shows you, you got hit so hard, you thought you got jumped. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> like, fam, it's okay, it's okay. You get what I'm saying? He but got up, grabbing it. He was like this. The he was like, yo, it was like five of them in the head. Hey, yo, yo. Fam, peep that. Imagine that on national TV. The nigga hit you so hard here, you thought you got hit here. <laughs> <laughs> He hit me in the back of my... Bro, imagine getting hit that hard on TV and trying to lie to the public. No, he hit me here. Babe, you know this is being recorded, right? Like, like, hold up.
Listen, let me chill. I'm, I'm hyped to charge, but look, Nate, shout outs to you. Because, like I say, the easy thing to do is to clown you because you did get knocked the fuck out. But to do what you did on a athletic, professional level is very hard. So for you to even try, we commend you. So, you know what I mean? Don't do it again. We do not advise nah, you avenge a rematch. Do we do not advise you go back in the ring. We actually think you call it short here. Whatever job you got with Complex doing the train, uh, whatever sneaker show closet shit you got going, you keep that shit going. Don't stop what you're doing to, 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 you get what I'm saying? To play somebody else's game. No, have them play your game and keep that shit pushing. But outside of that, you know what I mean? Let, let's keep it going. We got, oh, look, I want to touch on this real quick because I, I think, I think it's crazy. We got Sarah Fuller with a kickoff is the first woman to play football in a power five game. I'm going to keep it short because I just thought it was interesting because one, She's only the kicker, but this is just the opening. This is the entryway for, you get what I'm saying, females in sports. Me, I don't know how I feel towards it because... Wait, hold on. So this is like, it's going to be, she's going to be on a like an NFL team with men? I, no, well, we don't know, depending if, she, if, her, if her stats. But see, that's the thing. I don't know. Is this for show? Is this for fun? Is this for... Is she? Because, Grant, I'm pretty sure she's going to college for a real career. First woman to play in a Power 5 college football. Yeah, well, I'm about to load this up right here. Hold on. Here we go. Because, you know, my ass with ad block. Only person that let me rock with ad block is Firefox. So, you know. Uh, Google's making me sign in. Okay. All right, fuck you, Google. So... We're just gonna figure it out, but yeah, she's here. The first, the first female in the Power Five to play. Um, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. It's it's interesting because one, like I said, it's knocking the doors down for future women to come. Because we were saying it jokingly, no disrespect for the women, but the only female football league prior to this was the the lingerie league. You know, I don't know why women found that to be offensive, but I thought it was quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I'm just being yeah. honest. I'm just being honest. But I can understand why some women would find it degrading. But every woman in that is doing it with their own choice. So I'm just saying that. It's like it's like that Cat 22. They want to dress how they want to dress, but not be critiqued a certain way. And I agree. But keep the lingerie football. And what do you think about women in professional football? Well, have their own league, man. Don't, I mean... I don't know what this is talking about, really. Like, if it's talking about blending it in, like, what do no. you call it, co-ed? I don't see And I'm going to keep it 100. That's the reason why I kind of brought it up. I'm not trying to stick it here too deep. Pause. But it's just that, like, yo, when I see this, I'm like, is this opening the door for a future of men and women playing football, whether it be professionally or at that college level? Because... Like, a lot of the things we speak about, say, in regards to the coronavirus, like, a lot of the doors they open. Like remember, I say, like, how do you close it? Yeah. Once you open some of these doors, like, how do you close it? It's like, yeah, you let her play. Why can't you let her play? Right. You get what I'm saying? And then it's like, yo, she played kicker. Why can't I play on the receiving end? Yeah, word up. Like, it's just, it just opens doors. Like, like I said, this could go, I could go, you know, I speculate. I could go, we <laughs> could take it there. I'm just saying on a short... Just to look at it, I'm like, yo, playing with Pandora, and that's why that quote Pandora's box is so powerful, because once you open it, you letting all that shit out. Like right now, hold up, this was not in the notes, but this is I think this is important too. 
The movie theaters, HBO, Warner Media, they are now announcing that all movies starting 2021 will be releasing same day in theater as along with streaming. Now, that may, wait, I see your face. That the reason why that is huge news, because before that announcement, if you want to go to the movie theater and see a movie, actually that's the only way you can see a movie is going to go the movie to the theater. theater. Yeah. Movie theater. And then if you want to watch it or own it, you have to wait four months after the movie was in the theater, right. maybe even five, depending if it was a big movie. Yeah. And then you'll be able to get it on DVD first. Then you wait another month right. or two. Then you get it on streaming. But this is like four or five months. Five months, you get me, before it came to And now to off the bat, straight streaming. Off the bat, hold on, let me see. Because it's right here. HBO streaming all movies. I got to type faster because, you know, people's out here. They watching it like, yo, Piff, man, you got to type faster than that. But yeah, right here, HBO Max <clears throat> will stream all Warner 2021 what? movies. All of them. And, and right now, if you sign up for HBO, oh, wait, we're not doing free plugs, but HBO Max is doing has a very friendly deal running right now till January <laughs> 15th. Fuck it. I don't get an affiliate link, but go check them out. But Warner Bros. says all 2021 films will be streaming right away. 17 movies will each arrive in theaters and on HBO Max simultaneously, the biggest challenge yet to Hollywood's traditional way of doing business. Wow. So before I even get into the deep dive of that article, why this connects with the one with the um the football player is that, like I said, once you open some doors, how do you close them? Right, you open this up. one door, you let old girl play. Now you're gonna have to let the rest of the women play because it's only fair. But I'm just saying because you're gonna get you, you're gonna lawsuits, um, segregation, um, you know, profile. I don't know. They're gonna find some shit. But yo, the movies will never if they if once this happens it go straight to streaming. Might as well just knock the movie theater out. The movies are done. Wait, I mean, and then and this is what I'm saying. The, and then they're saying, wait, we could read more, but they're saying allegedly this is only supposed to be for a one year um, run because you know everything that's happening now. But let's just read what they're saying. In a startling move that marked the biggest challenge yet to the Hollywood traditional way of doing business, Warner Bros. announced on Thursday that 17 movies, its entire 2021 slate, so every movie they're releasing next year, would each arrive simultaneously in theaters and on a sibling streaming service, the underperforming HBO Max. Shout out to y'all for, you know, these adjectives, underperforming, because, you know, they point that out to let you know these niggas are struggling. Right so up. this might even be a bust in itself. Um, and that's the way, and that's important to say because unlike Netflix and these other streaming platforms that got hundreds of millions of people subscribed, HBO Max is just getting their feet under them. So if they don't get the enough subscribers or could justify this move, this might be the biggest bust. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's just, you feel me? Because wait, these movies cost like hundreds of millions to yeah, make. Yeah, but look, how are these, how are these, um, when this goes in the in the in the in effect, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it costs hundreds of millions to make whatever. How are they gonna make all that money to make more movies? I'm assuming they're gonna try to make it up with subscribers. So if they could get a hundred million people to subscribe at fourteen ninety nine a month, and if they can maintain that for at least a year or six months, like a hundred million times fourteen, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but I it's see, only I if see it's consecutive. One movie on there that I've been waiting for. Many Saints of Nook. Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's the one I'm waiting for. Yeah. Son, I watched them film that shit. Oh my. Yeah. They were filming that by your crib, you said. Outside your crib? And um and downtown. 
See? Yeah, we, we from the East Coast, baby. Jersey. What up? What up? But yeah, that's why <laughs> this, this hits home for us. So no, absolutely. So I'm only saying this is because one, we're off the the the, the um the, the female football player, but once you release all the movies on streaming, how do you say, okay, we gotta go back to the theaters now? Right. Wait, because you're not only releasing all your movies, you're releasing all your big movies. I'm talking the shit that would get people up out the house and go to the theater to mm-hmm. see. Like the Many Saints of Nork. Excuse me. I would have got up out the theater yeah, to go see I would have went. And I haven't been to the theater in a minute. You get what I'm front. I, I, I don't even remember the last movie I went to see. Hold up. In Space the Jam? I'm not too big on Space Jam, but it, just seeing that confirms that is. We already knew it was in speculation for years, but the point I'm trying to get to is that just seeing all of this shit, like, and they got a lot of big bangers up here. So, look. If it's the right move, I don't know. But what I do know is once you open this door, it's going to be hard to close it. Because once people are getting comfortable at home, or once people get comfortable enough to be like, yo, I'm going to get me a nice theater-sized TV or projector screen or surround sound, I'm not leaving the crib. And then if these lockdowns continue, Lord forbid they don't, it's like people are going to be incentivized to stay home. Why would I go outside? Like right now, restaurants are closing, movie theaters are closing. So the typical Friday, Saturday night date or just outing is big. Been dead, son. Restaurants is closing. I just had to change my whole plans today. I had to go to another town just to eat before before anything of today, bro. That's crazy. I pulled up to the spot. It was at um almost seven o'clock. It was like six fifty maybe. Mm-hmm. Went to open the door. Joint was locked. Mad people inside though. What? Like yo, what's good? Let us in. Oh nah, um. City ordinance, got to close the doors at 7. Everybody needs to be out by 8. No one else can what? come in. Took a five-minute ride to the next town, walked right into a restaurant. This no is problem. This is bullshit. This is bullshit, bro. That right there is bullshit. But Same you know, restaurant, different town. It's like, But it's like that shit. It's like that thing with Disney World and Disneyland. Disney um, World is open and Disneyland is closed. And it's all based off the states. It's all about pop. Look, you know me. I, I can go deep. Matter of fact, since we're talking about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And you know where I'm going. You know where I'm fucking going. You know where I'm fucking going. Right here. We, we got to talk about it. So right here, where did I see it? Because I've been seeing the speculation about it right here. So my niggas. All my people out there, people fighting the good fight, my maskers, my non-maskers, my scaredy cats, my non-scaredy cats. Right now, they're proposing that um, a proposal suggests that giving a $1,500 stimulus checks in exchange for taking the COVID vaccine. Who is up for it? Who's up for it? It's a no for me. Wait, wait. (laughs) I'm going to say it's a double no for me, but the fact that you're trying to incentivize it with with the stimulus check is crazy. Yeah, it's like... Bribery in its purest form. Like, son, if we did some shit like this out in the streets, we get in charge for bribery. You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like coercing. It's like, yeah, um, I'll give you $1,500 if you sleep with me. It's like saying that shit to a woman. It's like the same type. Oh, I'm assuming it's the same because it's like, no, she wouldn't sleep with you unless the $1,500 is attached. Because the point is, most people will not take this COVID vaccine because one, the vaccine has not been proven to be safe. Two, I've read that they're giving it to UK first. So that's just showing that they want them to die. I'm not saying that. Let me stop saying. But they're giving it to the UK first just to be like, yo, they're like, I'm assuming it's a test market. Then if you ever seen any commercial for any vaccine or or they just telling us they're giving it to the UK first. Listen, how do we know? 
You're right. I'm gonna put it like this. They're doing a lot of shit to incentivize taking the vaccine. And I personally don't like it because one, by doing this is either showing is either that you know people won't take it or you know something is wrong with it that you exactly. have to get people to take it. Exactly. And then all the loopholes around this vaccine is like, all right, bet. So we're going to give you $1,500 to take the vaccine. Then here's the flip 22. If you want to fly a plane in 2021, from what they say, you're going to need the vaccine to fly a plane. They're not letting you on the motherfucking Bro, I'm plane. I'm about to fly on a plane this week. And I was told I'm not getting on the, on the plane at all unless I prove that I took a rapid COVID test within the last 72 hours. This is crazy. This is madness. This is madness. And if I didn't, I got to take the test right on the spot, supposedly. This is crazy. This is crazy. But wait, I'm saying it's crazy because, one, the traveling market for many is going to change. Like, one, I'm saying I'm saying this is for me. This is me getting personal. I wanted to take the kids to Disney World for many years. Many, many years. Because I remember when my mother took me there as a child, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. But she took me there when I was like probably like 15, and that shit was still lit. The point that I'm trying to say is, is that, bro, I want to take that and enjoy that same experience with right. my kids. Now, looking at it, I'm like, yo, we waited many years because we wanted my daughter to be old enough to, to remember it. You get what I'm saying? But now when we look at this in hindsight, I don't think... I don't want to say we may never go there because, you know, we could always drive, whatever the case is. But to fly and take the appropriate, you know, the traditional yeah, route. Yeah, yeah. we got to all get vaccinated. We all got to all get take shots. We got to hey, all. man. Better take that ride. Not too far. Maybe, what's it, 15, 20-minute ride? American Dream and go to Nickelodeon land, bro. Bro, right here. Let me see. Right here. It's like, yo, um, top shit right here. Let me see. You, will you need a COVID-19 vaccine to fly? And airlines have adapted to the COVID-19 pandemic with policies on face masks. Keep in middle of it. For most airlines, it's soon to tell what will require. A spokesperson for Southwest said that the airline will continue monitoring public health information from the CDC. The latest specific research, da 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 for as far as where airline. Um, bro, there's one dude that came out and he said that they might have to. One of these airline CEOs, he came out and he said it. My point is, is that I'm trying to, you know, wrap it all into one and make it like a, you know, like a nice little topic. Yeah. But it's like... When I see this, it's like, if you're gonna me, I like I said, look, I'm not, I'm gonna try to, I'm not trying to get too political, so I'm gonna try to take it surface level. The vaccine, I think, eventually, it will be needed for some people. I think eventually, the first round, no, the first anything, like, wait, I saw something on Twitter today just to, um, to relate it with the vaccine, and I think it was brilliant. It had nothing to do with the vaccine, but I'm using it as a metaphor. Go ahead and get the vaccine. It's like the PlayStation 5. Go ahead and get it. It's the first version. No, I'm being serious because the first version, there's no games for it. There's barely anything hot out for it. You feel me? There's going to be a bunch of bugs. They're going to have to work through a few things. And then it's all white. Nothing wrong with it. But the PlayStation has traditionally come in an all black. Well, the PS2, the PS3, the PS4. The point to be said is you could get the vaccine now while it's still in like a trial run where you're still working and figuring things out. Or you could just wait till they refined it, worked all the bugs out from giving it to the first people, giving it to the UK people, and then they have the black version and you go take that. Regardless of the fact what I don't I'm just relating it to the PlayStation 4 as a metaphor. Makes sense. You get what I'm saying? But, but I still ain't taking it. <laughs> no, wait. No, I, I'm good. I, I'm good without it, man. Yeah, wait, I am not gonna hold you. I'm a I'm a believer of herd immunity because I, I believe that I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, I say this because I'm like, yo, I look back on my life and I'm like, yo, I can only think of two times when I was like sick to the point that I couldn't get out the bed. 
I'm talking like over 30 plus years, I was sick to the point that, yo, I can't get out the bed. Right. Twice. Twice. And if you consider chicken pox when I was a kid, three times. <laughs> it's like, wait. But I'm just trying to build. But as a, an adult, twice. So I'm just saying, I say that to be like, yo, I think I have a pretty decent, good immune system. I do at least a lot of good things. I eat healthy. I do, granted, I'm not doing the proper things now, but I think I'm in the right line or I have a good understanding of what my body needs to maintain it. So when you're telling like this vaccine, I don't know, man. Look, but let's just get off of that. We're getting, we're getting too deep. We're getting too deep. But let's talk about, this is one thing that I want to segue with when we're talking about um, Nate Robinson getting knocked out. Fat Joe said he turned down $10 million to fight 50 cents. Really? Bro. This right here. Fat Joe. Rapper Fat Joe has revealed. Let's get these fucking ads off my screen. Has revealed that once he turned down $10 million to step into a boxing ring with 50 cents. I wouldn't do it, he said. Speaking to, a R speaking to R&B singer Maya, when he had beef with 50 cents, people were like, Fake offering me ten million, five million to fight fifty one and one. I'm not scared of fifty. I'd fight him for free half the time. Hold on, hold on. Referring to Nate Robinson, the rapper said, "We need to put some respect on the NBA star." I was just saying, bro. But to get knocked out on TV is tough, and I don't think we're we're giving Nate his respect. He got knocked out, and it was explosive. It was crazy. I get it, but you can't keep trying to kill. Wait, look. It was the perfect segue to the Nate Robinson. Yeah. So I apologize for Word missing up. it. But I don't blame him. Wait, wait. I, like I said, after I clowned Nate and we looked at the, the Nate Robinson pack smoking on Nate Robinson, I immediately went to devil advocates mode and I said what Nate Robinson did was not easy. To right. do to to seriously get into a boxing ring, that is not easy. And then for Fat Joe to admit, like, yo. How could I put it? On a street, because Fat Joe, like he said, because what Fat Joe was saying is very true and how it makes sense is in a street fight or in a scuffle, it could go either way. Niggas could fight and nobody get knocked out and we could still declare yeah, a winner. Or much. you feel me? Or shit could go well, however it go In a professional boxing match with a referee on pay-per-view? Oh, no. Oh, no. This is only going one of two ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is only going one or two ways. Motherfuckers is that like, what? for one, if you're going to be out there running, we're going to have you on tape running for yeah, six, eight and rounds. And you're going to get clowned. <laughs> if you can't fight, we're going to have you on tape showing you can't fight. Yep. If you get knocked out, we're going to have you on tape getting knocked out. <laughs> and they're going to have new packs with your name on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, you gonna have fifty cents on it with a New York fitted? <laughs> like, yo, I'm done. But no, real, real talk. I believe that what Fadjo said is true. It's like, look, to double back on the Nate Robinson thing is that it's not to give Nate. The, to, to bring him up again is that we have to give Nate the credit only based off what Fat Joe said because Fat Joe, because I'm going to say it like this, Fat Joe said it in a clever way. But basically Fat Joe said, I'm not getting in the ring because I don't want to get knocked out on national TV. Granted, and it's not saying that he there's, he's not guaranteeing 50 would give him the knockout, but in a professional boxing match, you don't know which way it's going to go. Mm -hmm. You feel me? In a street fight, you don't got, what was it, 30 ounce? Well, not 30 ounce. But you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30 ounce gloves, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
like that's that. a big ass glove, son. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But in a, in, in a professional street fight, you you don't got like you know professional gloves, eight ounce gloves, or what? You feel me? You don't have these things on. You're not properly wrapped. You don't have trainers in your corner. Right. No one's breaking the fight if it gets you. Get what I'm saying? Hold no, no, no bell ringing. It's stop rounds. Yeah, there's no one. There's no one calling legal or illegal blows. Mm-hmm. So wait, so and so in Fat Joe's case, he might be able to get away with punching fifty in the back of the head, giving him knee to the chin, and just. Who knows? Wait, he might be able to get him with a sucker punch or whatever. But in a boxing match, you can't do that. Nah. You can't do that. So so for Fat Joe to at least admit or at least acknowledge, now fuck admit, but at least acknowledge that, yo, this may not go the way we all wanted to. I respect that. You feel me? But let's keep it hip hop. Let's keep it hip hop. What else you got, man, on the hip hop? Bro, we got some fucking shit. Bro, we got some. Yo, I'm not going to hold you. We got this Drake deep dive one. Wait, since we talking hip hop, wait, because I definitely reported it, and I just want to make sure to report some great news. Jeremiah has been released from the hospital following his COVID nineteen hospitalization. I think that's very important because I definitely gave a very deep and somber piece on when because he was in the ICU on a ventilator, and I was just saying based off the history of this summer and artists and musicians, just people in general, everyone who has made it to that point hasn't really done too good. Nah, hell no. R.I.P. to my man Meg, man, yeah. M.E.G. Out of Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Big facts. Once Big he facts. made it on that respirator, it seemed like it went downhill for him, man. Yeah, yeah. And then and then the part that's sad, too, he was one of the first to, like, I want to say one of the first, but like the first round of the, of the COVID virus because, like, let's say, if he went in, say, like the top of the year, the information, the research, and all the things that they have gotten from then to now, I don't know if it's true, but... Who knows if they haven't learned so much from then to now? Right. You get what I'm saying? But then at the same time, it doesn't justify him losing his life to this virus. Fuck COVID. R.I.P. Meg. But at the same time, we just want to just give some good news on behalf of um Jeremiah. I don't know. Is it Jeremiah or Jeremiah? Because I think I've been saying his name wrong for like four shows. Jeremiah, I guess. Jeremiah's Jeremiah. Put it in the comments. What are, we, are we saying this right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold up. But y'all know what we talking about. Yeah, you feel me? Um, we got a nice, we got a nice segment. Wait, we're gonna come to this. Is a whole segment. This is a whole segment right here. Wait, I gotta separate that. That's a whole segment. We're gonna go deep, deep dive into that one. But um, hold up, hold up. I don't know, bro. Where, where? Just, uh, just. Russian roulette, man. Just, just let it roll and stop somewhere, yo. All right, look, um, we're gonna go here. Let's do this talk Casanova. Let's talk um Casanova, the feds. Let's talk the feds in hip hop. Let's talk the fucking feds. Well, um, who made that song? Two chains. The feds is watching. Yeah. Oh, I'ma be fresh as hell when the feds is watching. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, too too cheesy. We see you, baby. <laughs> but Casanova. Hold up, Casanova, man. Best wishes to Casanova. Um, I want to say this before I even get into the article. I think the history of hip-hop in regards to the street rapper is dead. I'm only saying that because, let's say, like, in the night... Like, yo, this is crazy. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going off topic. Sorry, Casanova. We're going to get into this, but I'm going off topic. When we was coming up in the 90s, it was almost like you had to live what you rapped. 
If you wasn't about that, you couldn't talk about it. People would check you. The 90s hip-hop, the scene was a little bit more gritty, more aggressive. Not saying it's not gritty and aggressive now. Yeah. But in the 90s, it was a little bit more like, yo. And some of the artists that we loved, we didn't love them just because of the music. It was because of the full packaging. It was the image, the music, the swagger, everything. Granted, and I'm not just talking from like young kids watching hip hop. When you get older, it's like certain people, like say even with say like a six nine. There's reasons why people don't believe a six nine to be what he was because the whole package wasn't there. <laughs> you know, you get what yeah. I'm saying? So he was like a clown, man, and then he's talking some whole other shit. You get what I'm saying? Perfect example. So when we saw some of these artists in the '90s that we loved and we appreciated, it's because the whole thing was packaged there. Mm -hmm. So when we look back like now and we're seeing like all these rappers in this day and age trying to do or portray what the '90s hip hop did, it puts me in the predicament to be like, yo, how fake was '90s hip hop? And two, how wild. Or how how much of effect has that done on this this generation? This is I'm going off topic, but if you get what I'm saying, it's like look, because let's just say hypothetically, Casanova was a kid. Fuck, I just put my hand in my tequila. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I'm cap, cooking. That, what is it called? Cat piss? That cheetah cat piss? piss? That catfish piss? Cheetah piss? Whatever. Well, yeah, cheetah piss. That shit got you muck booking and cooking. <laughs> I just got a fucking dip line. Like, like, what the? <laughs> like a taste test and shit. <laughs> Fuck, nigga. <laughs> but say Casanova was 16 when the locks was out. Then Casanova's in the streets at 16. That's about the right age. You get off the porch. Yeah. And then he's listening to the locks. Him and his crew's out there. They're doing street shit. How much of the influence of the locks do you think affected him and his crew to go out there and really pursue and do? Because remember, there's one line that Sheik Luch said, and it, it uh, forever, re you, I think you already know what, it, what I'm about to say, forever resonates with me. He was like in the hallway trapping, selling, I think hustling and trapping. That was my PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, wait, just let that yeah. to resonate. I don't know how old you guys are to remember this or if you even knew this to start, but when Sheik was like, I'm in the hallway hustling, that was my place to... So for a 16-year-old Casanova or a 16-year-old, I don't know, young cat, why I mean, Melly, I don't know what, what you, the age group, but for them to come up listening, how much do you think of that affected or influenced what Yo, they did? prime example on what you're talking about, my man Bundy, Big Bundy Siegel. Shout out to Buns, bro. When the new Locks album came out this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, yo, Buns, what you thought about it, bro? He's like, yo, I'm going to keep it real. I mess with the Locks. All-time favorite group. I'm going to like anything they do. I'm excited to hear anything that they do. But this new product from them is not what landed me in the feds where I'm at right now. Yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fam, fam, <laughs> wait, but this is real, wait, this is real talk though. Cause the first, if you was there for the mixtapes, yeah. if you was there for the original album, if you was there for the 90s period, the 90s music was way different than the shit we're getting now. I'm talking, we had H&IC. We had Ooh. Money, Power, Respect. We was getting SDE. We was getting motherfucking um, Ready to Die. We was getting fucking, wait, All Ooh, Eyes on tape. Me. The Purple Tape. Ooh. Come on, like, the music was just different. Yeah. 
So yeah. when you see that now, and it's like, and wait, and what they was talking about was different. The kind of smoking woos, hustling. Like, granted, the dynamics and everything changed now. Yep. Like, for one, scamming has become a more popular hustle for more rappers than actual definitely hustling. Definitely scamming, and definitely a lot of like fiend shit, bro. Popping pills, yep. drinking lean, like, like, yo, if y'all do that, y'all do that. But I suggest y'all stop, cause on some real shit, that's the real pandemic no, on no. right now. No, turning people straight into dope fiends, and that's what they rapping about. Yo, back in the days, it wasn't talking about rapping about doing the drugs. Yeah, they was rapping about selling the drugs. <laughs> Bro, and this is so true. We didn't have people talking about, yo, I just poured up a half a, a, a eight ounce of fucking sizzy. I just did a fucking onion. Of the, like, granted, they always smoke weed. Weed has been yeah, part of, of course. it's been synonymous with the culture since day one. But we're talking about, but I there was no songs we're talking about. I just popped three perks and yeah, none of that two, shit. Three perk 30s. Nah, niggas was not coming crazy like that. I'm going to keep it real. If, that's, if, if I'm in the ride or whatever... And that comes on, or I'm chilling, hitting up the black book or something, and some music like that comes on. I gotta, I lose my zone. I Same I get here. out of focus. I gotta, Same I gotta get here. up and switch it. I can't. One for me, I can't connect. But for the young dudes that do, we're not hating. I'm just telling you that us, the old niggas in the club, we can't connect. Yeah. But at the same time. What I do, why I bring all this up is to say this, like how much of the music influenced the Casanova and whatnot, because I don't know how much of what. The '90s rappers were doing was dead on accurate, and you know what I'm saying to to the to the point. And how much of it was accurate, and the technology wasn't there to catch up with them. Because I'm only saying this because now in this day and age of hip hop, in the least, I, I'm just going based off the last two three years. Of the last two, three years, we have heard the feds get involved with hip-hop more than I've heard them get involved in the 90s. There's been more rappers getting arrested, getting federal cases, RICOs, yeah. indictments than any time other in hip-hop. Any time other. Jay-Z was rapping about selling crack in the 90s, yeah. and the feds never came. The locks, yeah. with, they bought a fucking brick. Or what did they They bought a key with their advance. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? With their bad like, boy money. You feel me? There was so much shit going on in the 90s that it's like, yo, the feds never was around. So I'm just trying to understand. Is it because, one, the feds was, um, how could I put it? They wasn't, they didn't have the technology to get in the loop. Because remember, we have social media. Every block has mm -hmm. cameras now. Mm -hmm. Everything has tracking. Um, everyone needs feels the need to upload and talk about what they're doing, when they're doing, who they're doing it with, and if it's illegal or not. <laughs> Yo, I was just in the, in the phone looking for something uh, on Casanova. I forget who posted it, but somebody just recently reposted a video from Casanova, and he was talking straight opposite of what landed him there. Like, he was on, on his, I don't know if he was live or he made a post or whatever, but he mm -hmm. was in the, in the whip talking. He was like, Yo, if y'all on that gangbanging shit, I don't want nothing to do with you. If you're doing, if still in the streets, I don't want nothing to do with you. If you ain't doing nothing positive, or if you ain't a producer, don't even come around me. And then this pops up. I'm like, damn, like what? I'm not saying he didn't have his head on, right? I'm, I'm not saying he wasn't trying to do the right thing. But I will tell you this. For, in order for you to get caught up in this bullshit, you had to either be near, next, or to associated to this bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's just, just the obvious. Because if you was in fucking L.A. chilling, laid up with some baddies in a whole in-house recording studio, smoking on some fine bud, trying to prep your next album, 
I highly wait for the from the start of the pandemic or whatever. I highly doubt this would have been the case. But from what I'm hearing, a lot of the shit that he's getting caught up on is um, hold up, is ten years old or. Oh, Hold on, son. Like, I'm going to keep it real. I don't know much about his case, right? Or why he got bagged or nothing. But it could be some straight bullshit. A lot of cats don't know about that ghost dope. Yeah. That's that it, shit Loon was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that ghost dope is crazy. Wait, go. But see, the thing is with, with, with the feds, and I'm not going to hold you, their conspiracy game is tight. Super tight. They're tight. Super tight. So wait right Super now. Tight. We both we both have good friends that we known for 10, 15, probably 20 plus years yeah. now. You feel me? That are Definitely both 20 plus. You feel me? That are both doing hard time in the feds. And from both both angles, they have told us the feds, they do not need much or if any evidence to any. bring you to court or and to prosecute any. you. Like that's the thing that's crazy. Wait, I think you said Buns got uh, got got um not to give too much info, but whatever he got jammed up for, they didn't even have it. They couldn't even prove. They didn't even bring any evidence. To, I'm no. not. It's some shit like that. But it's like no, 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 not not Bundy. Another cat I know got bagged for a bank robbery mm. that happened like a month before they got bagged. Right? Yeah. And it's like, yo, come on now. Why y'all grabbing me up for this? I had nothing to do with that. Oh, such and such said you had something to do with it. Oh, but you got proof that I was there? Yeah, they said it. That's all the proof we need. Wow. And just came home Mm -hmm. doing 120 months, 10 years. Crazy. Crazy. Wait, just check that out. And now, just based off of someone saying your name. Mm Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Saying your name in the wrong regards or just... It just popped up in the wrong sentence. Now you have to go defend yourself from some shit that you was never involved in. <laughs> like, I know bullshit. I heard this story. I think it was on Producer Grind Podcast. Shout out to them. And I was listening to the fucking shit. And there's one of these um producers. He was about to board a plane. And he got jammed up because they thought he got, he was a lookalike. They thought he looked like somebody who robbed the jewelry store. If, a, if you know the story, link the video because it's such a crazy fucking story. But when it's like they grabbed him and granted, he's a producer, like an established producer. So he got a little bread, some credits, some publishing. So the point is, is that they locked him up, held him hostage, basically, based off of that. And then off of the basis that you look like someone who is in a bank robbery, he now has to prove that he's not that person. It's what it's, it's, and, it's, and the reason why this is important is that they tell you your whole life is innocent until proven guilty. But with the feds, you are yeah. guilty until, until proven, proven innocent. That's a fact, yo. You feel me? And that's and, messed up, bro. And now, and what the part that's even more messed up is that what he said is that, granted, for his situation, he had some money, so he was able to, you know, peel off and get up out of there and get exonerated. But just imagine the average Joe. How many people is in the feds right now off of mistaken identity or just based off the fact that they can't prove that they weren't in a place that they said they were. Not only that, how many people is in the feds right now just because they was just scared to fight against them? They was like, yo, might as well just sign it because they trying to give me an even higher number, so fuck it, I'm going to just sit for this time. 
Real talk. Fuck that. I'm going off topic. Fuck that. I'm going off topic. And I feel and I feel like we need to give these niggas their flowers and we need to fucking celebrate it now because it's not celebrated enough. Big ups to fucking Irv Gotti. Big ups to Irv. <laughs> no, no. Because, wait, they don't talk about it enough. Because right now, when we talk about the feds, everybody who goes to the feds, the feds damn near got a 99% case. It's shut. It's sealed. It's right. closed. You're done. Right. You feel me? Irv Gotti was the only real nigga to go in front of the fucking feds and get walked away. Walked. Granted, <laughs> it cost a lot. He Hell lost yeah. a lot. So I don't really think that it was a a free walk away. Cause a lot he, he might have spent all his career his, on that. His whole empire damn near evaporated yeah. after that. But when you look at it in hindsight, he was the only one to go in front of them niggas and fight that shit and win. Except for John Gotti years ago. Oh yeah, shout out to Gotti. <laughs> but wait, but I'm talking. You feel me? Shout Gotti, out to Gotti. Gotti did get whacked by them though. Yeah, in nah, the long run. In the long, he did, they got they, in the long term. They got they they their dub. Yeah. But at the same time, just in court, just to say you got the win, because in hip hop or just in the news, they want to perpetrate the fear of the feds. Mm -hmm. The feds are coming. You can't beat the feds. And I'm not gonna hold you. They're absolutely right. When the feds are coming, they built the case. They got their info, mm -hmm. and a lot of the time. It's gonna be it's an uphill and that's the unfair thing Because while you're out here sleeping and chilling and say you did dirt years ago And you've done left that life or whatnot. They're still working. Yeah, these niggas are still working Oh, please believe they go and then the part that's so crazy like fuck the feds they like the timing of this It's like a week after Thanksgiving and two weeks before Christmas Like great. It's never a perfect time to go to the feds I just want to put that out there. When it comes to going to the feds, I don't want to make it seem like there's a certain calendar day. Yo, the summer, the spring. No, no, no. We got to go at the end of fall. No, 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 no. There's never a perfect time never. to go to the feds. Never. <laughs> you feel me? Ever. Ever. You feel me? But then just Freedom's see, where it's at, You man. get what I'm saying? <laughs> Freedom is where it's at. Well, so what we call freedom nowadays in COVID time. Yeah, this, <laughs> you know this, what I'm saying. Gotta put an asterisk next to that. <laughs> feel freedom 2020 and beyond. But that's a, that's another that's another convo for another pod. Believe me, we could go deeper than that if you want us to. Let me know. We could talk. We could get deep on the politics, but I want to keep it here for a second. But right, right. when it comes to this, this hip hop and these feds, bro, it's it's a dirty game, and they're not playing fair. And we gotta give we gotta give the people that you know that survived or at least made it out, you know, in one piece. But with Casanova, man, he's surrendering to the feds in the racketeering case. Um, I just want to get to it right here. The gang is charged with a litany of crimes, including the killing of a September and the killing in the September of a 15-year-old boy in Poughkeepsie and defrauding programs meant for people suffering economic hardships because of the pandemic. Oh, so a lot of this shit is recent. Mm -hmm. The charges stemmed in part from six wiretaps involving the gang. Prosecutors said Casanova, 34, turned himself into the FBI late Wednesday. He pleaded not guilty Thursday to charges on conspiracy to commit racketeering, conspiracy to distribute controlled substances, and firearm possession. Keyword conspiracy. That's another thing, too, conspiracy. Conspiracy? Bro, fuck a body. Fuck a body. If you got Google right now and, and my real niggas know what I'm talking about, 
conspiracy. This nigga's doing 30 on conspiracy. Hell yeah. This nigga's doing like 10, 15 off conspiracy. And wait, wait. And the conspiracy is so deep. It's to the, There's two types of conspiracy. It's a conspiracy you know about and it's a conspiracy you don't know about. Mm-hmm. So imagine doing 15 years on a conspiracy you don't know about. And they cats coming and bagging you up and you ain't, they ain't catching you with nothing at all. Nothing. Ghost dope conspiracy, all types of shit. Or then even Illa, a conspiracy that you do know about. Say you do know those niggas up the block is doing some wild grimy shit. You're telling me it's my due diligence to go don my people out? <laughs> wait, take that. Wait, take, that's technically what they're saying. Since you knew they were doing illegal activities and you did not snitch, we're locking you up. Hey, man, throw away the key then, man. You know, like, how real is that? How real is that? It's like, so wait, I'm going wild off topic. Niggas killed snitch. They killed 6 9 but they got laws in place for 6ix9ine. Yeah. Like, wait, that's the crazy part. We're not condoning what 6ix9ine did, but real niggas in the real world know if the feds want you, oh, you're not going to snitch? Oh, are you? Oh, yo, he not snitching, y'all. He not snitching. We got to go snitching. <laughs> All right, rag him up on that conspiracy. Hey, <laughs> like, man, throw the key away, man. My reputation, <laughs> man, I worked too hard for that right there. Because like, in a way... Based off of you saying you're not snitching, you're technically saying you know something and you're not telling. Mm -hmm. So in theory, they could arrest you on conspiracy. That's just wild, bro. <laughs> but yo, that's you see how crazy the laws are. I hope yo, this is I'm not like I said. Am I getting too political? I'm not. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to. Go, <laughs> I'm just like yo. It's just crazy though. Just crazy when you mm -hmm. really think about the legal system, bro. And then it's like it's like I said, I'm not standing up or going to bat for six nine. But if you really see how the laws are fucking put together, regardless of that, if the nigga six nine didn't snitch, they had a law in place to get locked. Either way, they was getting you. We got a law. It's like I forgot what it, we got a law for that. I forgot what the commercial. It's like nigga, we got a something for that. It's oh my god. Oh, I know you talking about. You know what yeah. We got a law for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But wait, there's more. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm dead. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. This is our justice system, man. Yo, shout out to the legislators, man. But yeah, um, Casanova, man. Um, da -da 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 -da, I'm trying to see. Yeah, don't run 2016. Casanova, aka Caswell. Yeah, they saying a lot of this shit. Some of this shit was old. Go back Some up. Shit... Go, go. Hold yeah, on, yeah, hold on. yeah. Cause they, what's to say about? Casanova. I keep forgetting this shit's on the screen. Brooklyn, what does it say about 6ix9ine in there? Because they mentioned him. They mentioned he has something to do with this shit, too? Nah, he spoke on 6ix9ine. See, Casanova had long-running feud. Yeah, with Brooklyn rapper Takashi 6ix9ine, a member of the rival non-trade Gangsta Bloods that resulted in, in, a confront, in a confrontation at the Barclays Centers in 2018, which a gunshot was fired. No one was hurt in the shooting, which happened during a boxing match between Adrian Brona and Jesse Vargas. Excuse me. But remember, a member of Takashi 6ix9ine's gang later pleaded guilty to an assault with a dangerous weapon in aid of racketeering in the shooting. Look, and it's funny that they associate 6ix9ine because he was very vocal on 6ix9ine 
And like I said, like I, I believe we, I could. I'm not trying to speak for P, but I believe we agree on this. We're not condoning or supporting or vouching for anything Six Nine did. No. But just knowing, just knowing the legal system, and I think if you're out here in the streets doing crimes, you should at least know this much because it. it don't say I'm not snitching. That's probably the worst thing you could say. The best thing you could say is I don't know nothing. Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then, even when they prove it, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. That's Photoshop. Yeah, that's a lookalike. <laughs> that's a lookalike. You. That's an impersonator. Cassie that's that nigga me, Jay Farrow. He's doing a voiceover. It's like I someone that looks like me. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a doppelganger. Fuck out of here. That's not me. I don't know nothing. Who you talking about? Mm -hmm. But no, don't ever in your life. Just, just, just some rules out there. Don't ever in your life say I'm not snitching. Mm -mm. I don't know nothing. That's that's your best bet. Real talk. That is your best fucking bet. But you know, don't take it from us. You know what I mean? Don't take it from us. Yo, I can't believe how some cats was backing six nine up though. You know what I'm saying? Not this is off topic though, but this be bothering me sometimes though, yeah, man. Come on, yo. I'm, I'm sure you heard it. Catch was like, yo, man, I don't blame him for doing what he did. His his own peoples went behind his back and was doing this and that with his with his lady. Dog, hold on. First and foremost, if your peoples go behind your back and do this and that with your lady, check your lady, my mans. Big facts. Now, I, maybe your friends ain't, like, of course your friends ain't loyal to you with that shit, mm -hmm. but either is your lady. That's a fact. That's you know what fact. I'm saying? That's a fact. Why not be mad at her? Mm -hmm. Go and take out the whole team over your lady doing you wrong? Like, of course his mans did him wrong, but come on, his his partner, his baby moms, his lady. Right. Come on now, yo. No, wait. That's the that's the clown, that's the sucker shit. And no, this all needs to be addressed. But see, with the six nine thing, I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like I could play devil's advocate with it. But I just wanna put the disclaimer out here. I don't advocate or agree or vouch for anything he did nor condone. It's like I'm gonna keep it a hundred, it's it's like the good fella shit. You don't snitch on your fr your friends? Mm -hmm. Like your friend, like you, you can't stitch on you. You just gotta wear that on the chin, bro. We gotta figure this out. Um, Never telling your friends and always keep your mouth shut. You get what I'm saying? We got to We got to figure this shit out some somehow. But at the end of the day, I could give you a very, very brutal devil advocate. Like so, one. So for the first part, yeah, don't snitch on your friends. You shouldn't do nothing what he did. So what six nine did was wrong, hands down. You snitch on your friends, people who protected you, people that helped get you to this point, people who helped a help make you who you were in a way. They official mm -hmm. they made your image official. Cause remember like I said, the packaging. Yeah. It's not just the music. Yeah. It's the image. It's the swagger. It's everything. So they helped empower you for that time and made you a, a icon or whatever. I'm not gonna say an icon, but they made you a figure uh, a spectacle. Made you, you something me? that you wasn't. Bang. And they and, and regardless if you were that or not they were standing behind you, so the people had to believe and vouch for it. Mm -hmm. Regardless. Regardless if they believed you or not, I'm here. I'm vouching for right. you. You feel me? But to play the devil's advocate card, it's like, yeah, when it comes down to loyalty and, and, and it comes down to absolute trust, and you get what I'm saying... I trust, like, this is my man's. This is my left hand. Like, you get what I'm saying? The last thing I'm expecting you to do is fuck my girl. 
Last thing I'm yeah, expecting you to course. do is go behind my back and snake No me. doubt. The last thing I'm expecting. Wait, wait. I'm just gonna say I'm, this is just the devil advocate. I'm not. I, I don't condone it, but I'm just saying in an alternate reality, it's like, bro, you just my man's. Mm-hmm. Like you get, like you get what I'm saying. Like when you just gotta look at from. Granted, I don't, I don't see him being a real street dude in the fact. Like I'm not gonna say, granted, any dude getting their girl snatched from him, that's gonna, that's gonna break him a little bit. But at the same time, I'm like, but at the same, it's like, yo, that's my man's. We yo, just getting bread together. I'll be, I'll we be mad. I'll be mad Wait, at my man. And mans. then check this out. And then y'all had a plot to kill me. And rob me. Wait, y'all rob not ran. Y'all rob me. Y'all smashed my chick. And y'all was plotting to fucking kill me. Cause wait, y'all was extorting me. Alright. But all, all that <laughs> wait, no, hold on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all like, that is cool. All that is cool, but still. Yeah, your man's did all that to you and had all them plans to you. You know what I'm saying? But still, your lady still was okay with all of that. <laughs> And so got down with them. So wait, no, we it she could have. She could have had all the plots and plans and robberies set up. No, you're right. Keep it real. It's a chick. Normally it's a chick in the mix. I could definitely agree. But with yo, this. your lady to go against you over your man's. Yo, that's deep, bro. No, like definitely be mad at your man's. But dog, your lady going against you, like of course. But wait, of course. But how do we explain the extortion? How do we explain the Bro. robbery? How do we explain the plot to kill me? How you know? Well, I'm, I don't know how it happened. They got the wiretap. Yeah, no, no, the... no. They got the wiretap. Of course, yeah. Everything's known. I'm saying I don't know how it came across. Like who came up with the plan? I'm blaming it on the chick. She had it all set up. <laughs> Shit, be like we blaming the bitch for anything. Yeah, I'm blaming for her anything. for everything. <laughs> Everything. The reason this shit went left is your fault. Yeah, because as soon as I got bagged, you linking up with them and doing what you're doing with them. But no, the robbery came before that. Yeah, but still, all happy-go-lucky, fretting your face, stabbing you behind your back, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep, like, she playing it off, making sure everything's sweet. Who's the perfect person to set you up? Your lady. Yo, He's going to be over here at such such time. She knows everything, dog. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. But it's like, but say, but say, say your man's comes through. Your man's. Your man's. And he puts 10 bricks in your shit. And then on top of putting 10 bricks in your shit, he point the feds to your shit. So the feds running your shit and he's like, yo. And then he's like, they know where to look because he tell them where the shit. And it's like, yo. And then they tell you, yo, your mans did this. What you gonna do? Oh, we got Of course, you got you gotta take your mans out. Oh, 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 you got, okay. you got, so wait, it's we're okaying it now. No, I gotta take no wait, I'm not talking about snitching. Oh, wait, I'm, okay. All right, wait, that's what I'm taking saying. Taking him out, talking about like canceling his contract. Oh bro. shit, allegedly, hyperbole. <laughs> hyperbole. I'm not talking about snitching. Hyperbole. Hyperbole we're gonna cancel a contract. <laughs> hyperbole. He gotta get dealt with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh no, I agree. I definitely agree. But I still think it falls back onto the bitch, bro. So you wear so you wear that that 40 years in the Commonwealth. Hey man, 
I have to do that shit standing on my, on my head, bro. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you heard it here first. Hey. You heard it here first. I ain't, well, I ain't mad at you, P. I ain't mad at you. Not mad at you. I mean, it's just the way I was raised, though. You know what I'm saying? You was raised the same way, dog. We of know course. each other since forever. Absolutely. 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 That's why I say, I say Bro, it first. If you, inv- you can't tell your you, friends. You know what you're getting yourself into off the bat. You know the consequences before the things even happen. If you can't handle it, don't do it. No, I agree. And I'm not saying I'm the biggest, baddest, toughest dude out here. Yeah. But if I got to go behind the wall for a stretch... Because it's something that I'm involved in, and I know that's the consequences. If something goes down, then so be. I gotta, de- I gotta deal with it. Yeah. No. If it, it ain't life, it ain't long. But yeah. hey, even if it is life, I'm involved with it. That's the consequences. I gotta set myself up for it. No, you're right. If not, then I shouldn't even put my foot in there. No, you absolutely keep right. it moving. And I think I think that's a bring up that I definitely missed or a dynamic that I definitely didn't approach because a lot of the times is that we gotta separate the civilians from the people that know what they signing up for because mm-hmm. a lot of these times is that alleged street niggas real niggas sign up for shit and halfway through turn into civilians and I'm like that's not how it's supposed to go. No. Look, I'm not out here grading or ranking niggas gangster cards, but all I'm saying is that when the feds come, this is not the time to turn civilian. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Especially when niggas know you out here for doing some wild gangster goon shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's, this mm-hmm. is not the, I was just a civilian. I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, no. and at the same time, I watch and listen to a lot of Big Herc, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the same time, both of us, we physically know multiple people in the feds. And one thing I know, and I know you know this too, when you walk in that building, and your paperwork ain't right, mm-hmm. you might as well hang yourself up. No, that's a fact. I ain't trying to go nowhere with no bad paperwork. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna get into the right car. They gonna kick you out. They gonna kick you out you the car before you even no get there. Car. You, gonna, <laughs> you gonna be on a bike by yourself <laughs> with no air in the tires. <laughs> you ain't gonna be in no car. No car. No way. Because I ain't never heard of a snitch car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be <laughs> like, I ain't here. Where they do that at? Heard <laughs> up. Oh, but shit. But let's let's talk. Since we talking Fed talk, let's talk G Herbo, man. Yeah, let's talk G Herbo, man. Man, my nigga G Herbo, man. I'm mad. I'm mad because, yo, G Herbo charged in fraud case to pay for designer puppies, private jets, and luxury vacation. I didn't even know they had designer puppies. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. They got designer. Yo, designer puppies is a big thing right now. Them, um, what's the most pop? Well, I don't know if it's the most popular one, but. The most talked about that I know of, um, them French bulldogs, Frenchy bulldogs, I think they called. What? Yeah, they're real small bulldogs. Like, how much they going for them shits? Yo, them shits is going for bread, bro. <laughs> like couple, like some stacks. Designer you know puppies, bro. Shit, fuck out of here. I don't. I'm not saying those are the popular ones, like most popular, but that's ones that I know about that I keep hearing about. You know what I'm saying? 
It's a big thing. The, the women love him for some reason. <laughs> Listen to you. I don't okay, know. so you in the talks of getting a designer puppy? Nah, hell no. I'm just saying. Hell, the nah. women have given you the polls on it. Nah, nah, nah. I'm I don't, saying, nah. asking a hundred women and they told you <laughs> designer puppies for me into? I'm just trying to figure nah, it out. Nah, nah. Wait, French Bulldog is the top request out of a hundred women? <laughs> is this so you giving us real-time analytics? Nah, this ain't real-time nothing, yo. <laughs> I'm this just trying to understand. Nah, this been going on for some years, man. Okay, I'm just understanding. You know, we, we I'm speculating here, but if we got facts, we can. We, I take the facts every all, all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Chicago rapper G Herbo is part of a group charged in a fraud scheme to purchase extravagant luxury items by using stolen credit card information the 20 wow I ain't, these niggas is young this is what i mean yo p this is what i meant by like how much of what these niggas was talking about influence i'm going off topic again but like i said the feds wasn't running up in the fucking music industry in the 90s like this and them niggas was allegedly talking about doing some wilder shit yeah Wilder shit. I mean, they they did talk about the hip hop police for years and years. We're and talking years and late years. '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad as it is now. I know, way worse. What's going but on yo, now? Why is, is these cats even scamming for? Like, is your career not doing that good? Like, I mean, I don't listen to dude. I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah, I don't listen to Herbo, but I know G Herbo and Lil Durk. They supposed to be the. They got the streets right now. Well, I know Lil Durk definitely got the streets right now, and is is this is this a fact coming from SP? Wait, are you in the street? The streets are telling you this themselves. The streets is telling me this. Okay, yeah. I'm just making sure. The streets like, is telling we have me this. confirmation from yeah. the streets from SP. Yeah, our in the hood <laughs> analyst, our on the ground reporter. <laughs> nah, Lil Durk, Lil Durk, dude, he does got the streets right now. Like you go, you go in any hood out here. Ask, pull up on them, ask them what they bump. I guarantee you they're going to say dirt. Put it in the comments. Let me know what your hood is bumping. If it's not dirt, <laughs> we need to know. But, but I'm saying the older crowd like us is going to be different. I'm talking of course, about, of course, of course. I'm talking about the and wait And, the and, new, and the all new, jokes, and and all jokes aside, street. though, there's, there's some shit from the new cats that I do fuck with. So I'm not going to, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'll be wrong if I be like, oh, I, I'll really be the old nigga in the club. Might as well get me a wheelchair and shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, these new these young niggas is cooking. They're way, I'll say this, they're just way more melodic than our generation. They're way more confident and bold in their style than our generation. Because I'm just going to be honest, like our generation, the locks wasn't, Jada was sick. Singing, but it wasn't on some put that tune. I'm gonna hit these cadences. I'm about to get the falsetto yeah. on these bitches. Like, yeah. oh, like nah. They wasn't <laughs> singing because wait, and then do remember in the '90s this was the era of the R&B hook. Mm-hmm. Like if you're old enough to remember, Nate Dog. yeah, Nate Dog, Nate Dog was the um, king. Case Jaheem, mm-hmm. um, who who else was bodying them things? Man, Nate Dog was, was the cats. king though. But um, you feel even me? The, even the female that had Mary J. Blige. I don't oh, know. Mary, yes. Come on, but you know if you. But I'm just saying if you're old enough to remember. But we we going off topic. But back back to G Herbo, whose real name is Herbert Wright the <laughs> Third. Yo, shout out to you, Mr. Wright. The third is pro is promoter and manager 
wow, this is crazy. Him, his promoter and manager, Antonio T. Glow, Strong, another Chicago rapper, Joseph Joe Rodeo Williams, as well as alleged co-conspirator Steve Hayes Jr., Demario Sorrells, and Terrence Bender were part of... Of, was all also part of a $1.5 million scheme according to the court documents unsealed this week. Yikes. Yikes. So wait, we got like at least five, seven of these cats all hemped up in this. Authorities say that the group used information stolen from the dark web to finance lavish vacations, chart private jets and yachts, hire private jets and security guards services excuse me, take limousine rides and even pay for private villas in the Jamaica. One, in one incident, Strong, who considered to be the ringleader of the group, damn, at least, at least G Herbo is, you know, he's not getting the kingpin on that shit, but um, was bought two designer puppies using stolen credit cards and a fake Washington State driver's license. G Herbo's, whose latest album, PTSD, debuted at number seven on Billboard 200 chart in February and was named early this week to the Forbes 30 Under 30 list for making substantial changes to the community. <clears throat> well, damn. I hope they're not trying to, you know, smear his name and what he, all the good he did or was that good done out of stolen money. So, you know, that kind of tainted itself, so... You know how they're gonna do. They're gonna quickly yeah, back yo, away from he, it. It said he made number seven on a two a top two hundred chart. Yeah. Yo, number seven is great. That's amazing. Top two, and you gotta be out here scheming, scamming, scheming, whatever you want to call it. Like, <sighs> come on, man. I tell What's you wrong this. What's wrong with you, yo? I tell you this: if you sign to a label, and as an aspiring artist, I could pretty much give you a, a basis of why and how. I just hope this is not the case, but. Long story short, most of these artists to get the majority of their money through shows and merch. And right now... Ain't no shows going on. And if ain't no shows, it's kind of hard to sell merch to those thousands of fans at the shows. And then... Nah, 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 nah. Because <clears throat> you don't need to sell merch at the shows, man. Come on now. We going through um COVID talk versus Jada versus Fab. Yeah. Jada came out with the Jada Drunk merch. Yeah, you're right. He talking about he made more money on his Jada Drunk merch offline than he does off his streaming his music. No, you're right. Come on, so there's no excuse about, oh, I can't sell my merch because ain't no shows going on. It's not an excuse. Well, I'm going to say it like this. If he, I don't want to say there's no shows going on, but at the same time, with those shows, you have more of an impulsive buy, if that makes any sense. Like, while you're there, you know, you might bring your friend, y'all might see something, oh, that shit's dope, let me get that, you know, fuck it, you feel me? You might be a little tipsy, yeah, you might want to get he, something he, back he from the show. He did something not that long ago with Dirk. They had their own little versus thing, like, it wasn't with Swiss and Timberland, I think. I think that um, G Herbo and Dirk did their own verses b between each other. Okay. And come on, the that got a lot of buzz on it. Like, I'm going to keep it real. I didn't watch it. But <laughs> a lot of people, that's all they were talking about for like two weeks straight. No, no. And fine. like, come on now. Like, you got something good going for you and you want to be out here scamming? Especially scamming. Because then, you know, this is federal. And then depending on, I don't know what the charges are full round with it. But I know federal is one, like, you're looking at some, because that's identity theft. That's fraud. That's, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. 
like you're, you know, you, there's a lot of things that you're doing here that's illegal. Yeah, and these designer puppies, who knows where they're coming from? You might get a trafficking animal charge or some weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, not real talk. And then on top of that, you're gonna have to pay all of this back. That's another thing that they don't say. Mm-hmm. And then Lord knows, like you're gonna be, bro, you're gonna be super indebted. And then on top of that, Lord knows how much time he's gonna get, if any time. Hopefully he gets a good enough lawyer he could beat this. But if it's the feds, you know they probably been working on this for a while. How who like because they don't say how long he been doing this. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. But granted, he hasn't been doing it long enough to get. I, I don't want to say long enough because still, one point five million is a lot of money. Let me not let me not look downplay that one bit. But then at the same time, it's not a lot of money in their atmosphere. Well, you know, there's a lot of like 1.5 million is literally at the bottom of the fucking barrel for some of these like major and like LeBron just got 85 million for two years. Like, granted, that's not super a lot of money, but then when you think about it, that's 85 million. He just got bagged for Mm 1.5. Like, you get what I'm saying? He wasn't even, he didn't even touch 10 million. So, and then he was part, and then when you really dig, dig deep on this shit, he was part of a scheme with like nine other people. So if you're breaking this shit down, say like ten ways, yeah, what a hundred thousand? Like <laughs> he couldn't even look. He had to look away. <laughs> like bro, like, like I said, why are you doing this? You a damn fool, yo. This is, you get what I'm saying? It's but it's not. It's not to more so clown him. It's that one. He is that I, I could give you two alternatives. I like playing the devil's advocate, you know. God don't like ugly, but the devil do. <laughs> but I'll give you this scenario. One, he's probably of the the elk of the street cat that believes that I can't be caught. This is too sweet. Damn, they haven't got me yet. Let's keep it going. I'm running this shit up. Getting greedy. Because we see it, it happens all the time. Let's just really be honest. Is and then when people get caught, they're like, damn, I didn't think, I didn't know. Of course not. They just let you get to the point that it's big enough that they're like, oh, we're going to... Because the thing is with the feds, once the feds are involved, they have a certain appetite. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's something about caviar and filet mignon that don't do it for them. These motherfuckers have a certain thing for whales. <laughs> 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They they just like whales. It just gotta be fucking huge. You feel me? Cause if it's like that, they get at it like that's local and state level. You get yeah. what I'm saying? But when they go out to eat, these motherfuckers want a full fucking whale blubber and all. So you get, like, you get what I'm saying, my nigga? So it's like they let you get to this point. Yeah. Don't ever think for a second that I'm not getting caught or I'm too. No. If you're smart enough, you stop. And then it's like, all right, bet. You're good. We'll leave them alone. But if not. Had a good run. You know, throw your, you throw your boots up, hang your fucking jersey in the rafters. You're good. Celebrate. You live a good life with the kids. Get some of that cheetah piss. Have a victory, L. You feel me? Have a victory. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. But instead, you get greedy. And you have a fucking a loser L, and those <laughs> and those don't smoke the same. Nah, definitely <laughs> don't. You get what I'm saying? But 
I do wish G Herbo the best in this case and in this situation, because all jokes aside, all seriousness included, like I said previously, it's never a good time to go to the feds. Never. So doesn't matter what you're going in for, how long they want to keep you in for, it's never a good time. So they need to just, hopefully he gets a lawyer, hopefully he puts some money up. And then here's the crazy thing too. Maybe I watch too much movies and too much true crime documentaries, but since he's a music star, and granted he's not like a super rich one, I'm not saying that. I don't know. I'm just assuming. I don't. You, I don't want to say anything that I don't. That's you know. I'm just assuming. But like, just say he's not like in the. Say he's not like a multi-millionaire. I'm just assuming because he's doing a scheme for 1.5 mm-hmm. with nine other people. So, with the money that he has now. They would probably try to associate that with this case and then try to confiscate, if you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because how could you prove yeah. that this isn't that? Right. That's probably <laughs> most likely what the feds is already doing to him. It was like, oh, you got all this and that. That that came off from dirty money. Because where are you getting the money to get this? Yeah. And then if you want to pay for a high case, high price lawyer, remember what I said, you got to repay all this shit. What if they freeze your accounts? Granted, you know, probably he's moving in cash. I'm not holding you. You know, cats like him, I'm pretty sure they're moving in cash and they, they keep a lawyer on retainer. I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming. Well, if he's smart. You get what I'm saying? I'm assuming. I'm just looking at, I assume that he's smart enough to do that. But so, how many cats you know that age, when we were that age, were doing good numbers, get bagged? Well, you thought they were, you yeah. saw they were doing good numbers, yeah. but you don't know what they were doing with them numbers. They get bagged and they talking about... They ain't even got no bail money. Golly, bro. Yeah, that'd be the ill part. When niggas be in the fucking county sitting for $70, $80, $200. Fucking like, wait, what? Like, like in a way, I'm not going to hold you. In a way, that's why the no bail shit, I could understand why it has a good effect depending on your record, whatnot. But then it's the other element of it, like, no, I need you need to give me bail. Mm-hmm. I know my record. I know my situation. I need to come out. I need to consult with my people, reevaluate my chess move. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. when you hold people hostage, that's that's what the feds do. Mm-hmm. That's what the feds do. <clears throat> so I'm not going to get too deep into that, but I'm pretty sure y'all know my, my how I feel about the no bail bullshit. But let's keep it cooking. We got so much more. I think we're doing better this show, though. We're doing better this show. <laughs> we're doing a lot better. Oh, we're going to say that for last. We're going to say this one for last. But let's go. You want to do the, 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 the Drake deep dive? Or you want to do the um, graffiti? Or you want to go into some wild shit? Rush roulette, man. Just let it roll. And just uh, land on it. Briefly, because it's been on here for like about, it's been in the show notes for like four or five shows and I haven't spoke about it. Larsa Pippen belonging to the streets. Hold on. I just want to say this. This is just a quick bit like, yo, Larsa Pippen, shout out to you. You are fucking gorgeous. You are fucking cougar. You just look amazing. (laughs) Your ass is nice and plump, golden brown and crisp. Listen, sister, look, you have found your groove. You got your Stella. Future came through, hit that shit, and it just changed the whole stratosphere for where you were going. And I'm just like, yo, you you just realized at like, what, 56, 5, I don't know, that you belong to the streets. And 
And it's like, I don't know if this is like a confirmation, but I'm just saying like, look, if the streets want you, and which we do, and I'm not speaking on behalf of all street cats, but the ones that admire your personal fatigue at that, um, uh, uh, petite at that, that age, listen, you're doing it. If you want to do it just to come through and hit it up and bounce, listen, I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners are in the business of just doing just that. You know, no strings attached. They would be, they would love to break Larsa Pippen off a piece of that fucking hot, that, what's that, that, that magic stick. I'm sorry, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. You feel me? Cause, cause Scotty, my bad Scotty, I got nothing but love for you, Scotty. But your wife, I don't know where it went wrong. You, first off, you chose a baddie. Shout out to you, Scotty, cause she was yours <laughs> first. You hit it first. You feel me? Get your Ray J on. You hit it first. But wherever it went wrong, she said the streets need to hit it next. And oh, that shit. <laughs> oh shit. God damn. I'm like, listen. Like, look, Larsa, do your thing, mommy. I hope to see more of you in the news. Do not Wait, stop. You now. trying to find out where the streets is at? <laughs> I'm trying to locate these blocks. <laughs> is she on the main strips avenue or is these the back block number block? I need to know. If we need some GPS location on these streets, please. You feel me? I know it's somewhere in the Millionaire Club, so it's probably going to be in the upper echelon. But if she ever finds her way in the local communities <laughs> looking for that strong pipe, <laughs> a lot of my listeners will love to reach out to you. But now, on the, ne- <laughs> on the next topic... <laughs> <laughs> what? Shout out, yo. What? No, no, you right, yo. You right, yo. Good looking out for the listeners, man. You know, I'm just set, I'm you know setting y'all up. You know I'm mean? setting y'all up right now. You feel me? That's the, ooh, ooh, you just got to finish it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Shout outs to you, Larsa. The streets love you. Oh, like Snoop Dogg Supergroup. Snoop Dogg Supergroup. Snoop Dogg Supergroup. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Word. Let's check that shit out. Yeah, we got to talk about the Snoop Dogg Supergroup, Snoop man. Snoop Double G. Yeah, shout outs to him, man. The motherfucking OG. Um, the original fucking O-Jizzle of the game. And he said, you know what? At the age of 55... Another motherfucker who who said I belong to the streets. You feel me? And we and we accept him for that. Hold on, Snoop 55? He, he got to be 50-something. Or 40 I'm not sure. He's yeah, somewhere Jay-Z in there. Jay-Z just turned 50-something yesterday, I think. Oh, yeah. Happy belated, Jay-Z, bro. November 4th. Oh, yeah. And shout out to my motherfucking nigga, SP. The Sagittarius gang is in the motherfucking <laughs> building. Yeah. You know we around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Coming we can along. hype the charge. Yeah. We doing it up. Big. <laughs> Wait, that's my DJ Khaled voice. Big. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna talk more about that, but you feel me? Big shout outs to all the fucking Sagittarius out there, man. This word, is y'all mother do it up, man. You feel me? You know what I mean? It's, it, you, you only do it once. It's the Corona shit, so make make it worthwhile. Fuck what the governor say. But um, Snoop Deal Double Jizzle, they've been busy in quarantine. Whoo! Yes, they have. Wait, wow. This is this is more names than I read. Wait, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, E Forty. Eat too short to form the the super group rap version of the Avengers. Hold up, my motherfucking niggas. 
Let's see. A new rap super group comprising, yeah, I just already said name the names to emerge in 2021. Okay, so they already got dates set, so they must have been in the studios cooking. Right. Hold on. And that's according to Too Short that told the podcast recently that he and other rappers are preparing to run several new songs into the new year as a package deal. Hmm. Like I said, they had to be cooking for, you feel me, to announce this. So the rapper was speaking with MC Search for an episode of the Search Says podcast where he revealed the news towards the end of the interview as obtained exclusively by Hip Hop DX. Must give credits to our sources. During the quarantine, I got a call from Ice Cube and E-40, and Too Short started explaining around the 55-minute mark. Listen below. Over the years, probably more than the past five years, we've been doing kind of these old-school concerts. It's been either Snoop Dogg or Ice Cube headlining, or it'd be me, E-40 sometimes, Bone Thugs, DJ Quick. They usually call it like how the West was won. Yeah, I think you remember. I think yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, definitely. That's, and I'm not going to hold you, yo. This is probably an old nigga in the club moment, but that lineup is fire. <laughs> fire. E-40, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Bone Thugs, DJ Quick. Quick. Yeah. What? What? This is a this is a fucking hip-hop head fucking holiday. But um, West Coast Kings or some shit like that, the end, uh, some shit like that, and it was always a big show, and it always sells out. It's like about 20, 30,000 people, whatever the size of the arena it is, it sells. I believe it. Like mm-hmm. I, like I just had to stop to say how fucking fire that shit is, bro. Like why, why wouldn't you sell out? So I get a call on you motherfuckers and these advertisements on y'all websites. I tell y'all. So I get a call during the early part of the quarantine from E40 and uh, Ice Cube going, man, I, we feel like we should do an album. Like me, you, it's E40, Cube, Too Short, and Snoop Dogg. I was like, E40, Too Short from the Bay, Snoop from Cuba from L.A., Hell and yeah. we from the West Coast Foundation. We sat there, was like, fuck it, let's do it. So we started coming up with beats. Oh, wait, what do you mean? So so you're telling me Too Short? E- what do you mean battery running low, nigga? You better charge. Fucking, um, fucking, so coming up with beats, the rapper added that it's been easy to pull up, it's been easy to pull up super group together since everyone's been at home with the access to their home studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that's another thing too, shout out to technology, because the home studios, it, it's, especially in the pandemic, ain't, if you're a musician, this is no, it's no better time to be like, I'm glad I invested in myself. You get what I'm saying? But then there's, there's no, I get to understand, there's no better feeling than being around a studio, in the room, the group. I get it, but always invest into yourself. The group name or nor any releases are yet to be officially announced. Okay. Hopefully we get Bro, all right, so that's it. I'm going to be honest. That was very interesting to me. Very excited. Um, I can't hold you to hear that Snoop Cube... E forty and short dog. Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I personally like them all. Yeah, I like them all too. I'm 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 really big on Cube, um, Snoop and Fody. Too short. I'm not gonna hold you. And I haven't digested too much Yo, of his catalog over short, the years. That's my dude, but, bro. Oh no, he's hot. He just he's dropped hard. the album not too long ago. Is I got it on rotation. Really? Yeah. It's dope, yo. Anyway, he just had a banger a few years ago. Not too not too long ago. So you know he he, like he hold short, it down man. for the bay. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep it real. This is my this is my view on this. Snoop Cube E40 short dog. I'm down with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think, like, in the West Coast, I think it's going to pop. Yeah. Because they're all legends. Yeah. Too Short, E-40, they're too, they're more legendary out there than they are out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like, I don't see much cats in our coast talking about this other than our circle. You know what I'm saying? Strongly agreed. Strongly agree. Because you got to really appreciate them and what their contribution to the culture was. Mm -hmm. And not only, like, I'm not going to hold you, you can't be. These these artists, <clears throat> I hate to keep referring to the old nigga in the club, but you can't. These are some of the artists, you can't really appreciate their late work. I don't want to say you can't, you could, but I mean, for you to really get the, you got, you had to be there almost, if that yeah. makes any sense. Like, not saying you can't go back and revisit those albums, but to get the best of, like, Ice Cube and West Coast Connection or e, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg and the Dog Pound and the East yeah. Siders and, or, or fucking E-40 and um, what was his group? He was with, um, he had a, a crew I and shit. I forget the group, man. You, you feel me? And Too Short. And you get what I'm saying? It's like, and, and these, I'm like, hold up. E-40, let, hold, let me hold, he got like 40 albums. Yo, E-40 is like, highly that's, no, slept no. on, yo. Like, no and bullshit. I'm going to keep it real. Like, I was trying to think of, like, who had the best verse on the Rolling 50 Deep, and I couldn't come up with a who I thought had the best verse yet, in my mm -hmm. opinion. But, yo, E-40 had lines on there that I was that had me like, yo, he caught that. Bro, he caught that, yo. E-40, and see, that's the thing. E-40 been nice, man. Like, a lot of these cats really been highly nice. Highly slept on, man. And a lot of their catalog, it is it is aged beautifully, beautifully. Like a lot of these songs that you would hear from these cats, like they're still playing. Like Snooping at the at the Tyson fight, he he all he did was dip in his bag. What drop it like it's hot? Mm -hmm. Um, I think he played Vado, or I don't know if he played Vado. You get what I'm saying? I know he played What's My Name, but you get what I'm saying? it's so many classics over so many years. Yeah, over so many, it's like pick a jump, pick a decade. <laughs> like you want to get early nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, mids. <laughs> yo, Snoop Snoop could play anything in any generation. Yo, real talk, real talk. But big shouts to them. I'm not going to hold you. I agree with you firmly. I think us only being fans of the the culture. And what they done and appreciating their contribution to hip hop and mm -hmm. being there when a lot of their great work was actually being released. Right. You feel me? So we like shout out to the young cats who go back and listen, but we didn't have to go back and listen. We was there for the CDs yeah. and tapes. Yeah. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The Tower Records and FYE shit. Like we Yo, was a there. lot a lot of cats out here, I'm gonna keep it real. Like like you said, like you ain't indulging too much too short. Mm -hmm. And a lot of cats don't really know who Too Short is out here. Yeah. Like, yo, it was multiple times in the summertime. I'm out dipping in the low, low, hitting switches out here, which is a rare thing out here, straight yeah. West Coast thing. Big and signs. I'm bumping Too Short because I mess with Too Short. Mm -hmm. Cats that I mess with out here in the low rider world, like, yo, what's that? I'm like, yo, that's Short Dog. Yeah. Short Dog? Yeah, Too Short. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, yeah, I remember he had that song. I forget the one they said. Um, I'm not going to say the one he says, bitch, but he says it all. Blow the, the whistle. He's Yeah, blow the whistle. <laughs> blow the whistle, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, nah, man, you got to hear 
this too short right yeah. here. Nah. Not that one. Nah, because these niggas got album cuts and they got... But see, the only thing is with Too Short and E-40 is that I feel that they, they're regional. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. They're mainstream. They've made... they've Wait, they went mainstream and they have achieved mainstream success, or at least in my eyes. You feel We're talking about them now. We know who they are and we, we could dip in their Kelly. You feel me? I knew a song you were talking about it's off top. But the point is, is just that when you look at them, I think on a regional level, they're way bigger. They're almost like a Mano to us, like a DJ or like a Locks to us, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like they've achieved, like I don't, I don't even want to say the Locks have achieved mainstream. They've gotten mainstream success, I believe, with We Are the Streets. But when I feel like when you talk LOX, that's more of like a regional thing, like the East Coast. Like you yeah. feel me? I don't feel like cats in the in Atlanta. And LA is going to feel the same way. Not like wait, not saying that there's not street cats that connect with that type of music there. I'm just saying when you we're like we're so close to it. Like yeah. you feel me? Like a lot of the shit they was talking about. Like we not saying that they didn't know, but it's like yeah, when they was talking, it's cold out. The hawk is yeah, we know what they we understand you know exactly. What they you get what I'm about. saying? Yeah. We know exactly. So like in L.A. and in Atlanta, unless you lived here and moved, you wouldn't really be able to connect with some of those shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So and and grant and vice versa and on on the west coast there like you feel me like their whole gang culture their whole their low rider culture their whole the palm tree that like the, the LA's whole culture just mm -hmm. in general is reversed from us you get what i'm saying totally like, com complete night and day complete like, you get what i'm saying and they still get busy out there too but when you just look at it in comparison to how we would everything like we was wearing Tims and motherfucking um and A ones. Them niggas was probably wearing Cortezes and motherfucking Chucks. You get what I yeah, you get what I'm saying? So it's like it was the same shit, but just like in reverse in a way. But we like you know real recognize real. So, but shout outs to them. I know we going wild off topic, man, but go much. Nah, that wasn't off topic because we stayed in with them. Yeah, no nah, facts, facts. Um, let's see. We we spoke. We doing real good this episode, yo. We doing real good. <laughs> Fuck it, since we here, since we here, I'm gonna do the Meek Mill, the the, the Drake Meek Mill deep dive. Dun dun dun. <laughs> the blunt is completed. <laughs> blunt man is in full effect. I, I'm gonna say this off the bat, yo. I never was and never will be a Meek Mill fan. Wait, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because only until you said that, I was able to get get to this deep dive and the understanding that I was able to achieve now. Let me adjust the mic and shit, yeah. The mic is, looks sexy, get the furry part. But <laughs> don't mind him. <laughs> you know, I'm cooking, bro. I'm about to pour another yeah. one up, too. I think he really did get that shit from Penn Station. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. This ain't catfish. This ain't cat hey, wait, I mean catfish. This is bumpus. This nigga sold me bumpus. <laughs> Boy, Penn Station bumpers. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they got a thing. Oh, they got a picture of a homeless nigga bathing on the fucking bag. Oh, you know how they got Nate sleeping? They got a nigga bathing. <laughs> they got a homeless nigga bathing on this. 
But not you. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm good. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But I'm glad that you brought up never liking Meek Mill. Because for you to not like Meek Mill, it helped me get to this this point because long story short, I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm 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 run through a few non-important parts fast, but I'm gonna definitely you know I'm gonna I'm gonna slow it down when we need to pause. But with with the Meek Mill, I first it started with the Kevin Hart shit. Kevin Hart released the new series online, and you feel me, Kevin Hart. You know there ain't gonna be no video footage up there. This is this is some original content right here. Yeah. This is original content. Yeah, raw and so, uncut. So Meek Mill originally no Kevin Hart dropped the the the, the stand up shit in his living room. I saw like fifteen minutes of it. I couldn't stomach any more of it. So I was like, I'm good. I'm out. And then you know just me searching the internet, Twitter, Reddit. Clubhouse. Oh, shout out to fucking Ro. Shout out to my nigga Ro Hengod, bro. Thank you for the fucking up invite. Thank you. Love you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yo, you know, and he just dropped a new fucking album. Go check that shit out right now. It's a two-pack. It's fire. It got ooh-la-la on it. One of my favorite joints. Go check that shit out. Find but, it where, though? Oh, on Spotify and on Apple Music, okay. on streaming platform. Oh, wait. You can find it on your streaming service of choice. <laughs> <laughs> you keep tricking me, bro. You keep waiting. Are you getting paid by these niggas? Oh, you getting paid by these niggas, son? Hey, man, no comment. No hey, yo, comment. Man, you yo. keep tricking me no to say comment. Spotify. And... <laughs> no comment, <laughs> man. No comment. Nah, your streaming service of choice. You said it again. Nah, man, you get the secret check I don't know about, bro. I'm telling you. I... Hey, man, if I come in here next week blinging, don't, yeah. don't, don't Wait, question it. If you come in here next week and trick me into saying that, that shit, <laughs> I know for a fact he's getting a check. <laughs> I know it. But, but it started with the fucking Kevin Hart shit. So first, Kevin Hart, I saw it. I didn't really like it. Then going on the internet and just, you know, reading articles and whatnot... I'm just like, yo, is Kevin Hart really funny? And I'm like, yo, you know, the internet has a way to just really go go crazy with shit. But then I'm going to be honest. I just had to really take a step back and be like, because I'm like, yo, I love Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's hilarious. You feel me? Oh, I watch everything he's in. But then I had to take a step back. Like, wait, I only saw that one stand up with the Debra. That shit, I'm not going to hold you. Oh, my God. It was a knee slapper, stomach clincher. It was he Larry. Us, bro, no unhands down. I'm not gonna say anything otherwise. But outside of that, I haven't really seen anything that was too like hot for me. And then I when when I say that, I mean like stand up and with the fucking movies. Like I kid you not, I went to go see what was it, night school. I fell asleep on that shit. I have, bro. That was probably the. Best sour nap I've gotten in my life. <laughs> Wait, we went to the AMC Dine and Chill. Oh my goodness, they had the AC, the Relaxer Vision. Oh, that shit is set up for sour naps. But listen, I'm like, yo, I, I'm like, that shit wasn't really too entertaining. But like, not to not to give it too much attention to Kevin Hart, but 
it go then I started thinking about this conversation like you said cuz I remember when you was like yo I don't like Meek Mill I'm like this nigga crazy I don't yeah, like yeah, Meek I remember Mill you brought up something about Meek Mills I'm like yo nah dog I'm he dropped the Champions album and I was like yo he had the shit with the what's beef sample with Jay-Z he had a few cuts on there he had that uptown shit with fucking Fab and I'm not going to hold you that uptown shit with Fab I think that track is fire but outside of the track like I'm just going to let's take a deep I gotta be honest with you. Outside of the singles, like I'm a boss, um, you, and oh. don't ask me because I don't know. Oh my god, bro! No, save me right now. Uh, I mean, I could look it up. Fuck, me got some singles, bro. I'm just drawing a blank. Remember, I'm about to be two sour blunts in and some fucking um tequila. But I know me got some shit. So let's let's not. Let's not come crazy. But it's just the fact, like, outside of the singles, like, I haven't really digested a Meek Mill album and enjoyed it. And I'm just like, yo, and until you brought it up, I had to really check myself, like, wait, what Meek Mill album have I ever enjoyed? Like, I didn't like his first album. I didn't, I would like, the track that everybody loves off the first album? I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to say it here first. I think it's a fire track, but it's not for me. I don't know it word for word. You would not be finding me chanting it with everyone else when it comes on. Nah. You get what I'm saying? But it's not to say it's not a dope track. But outside of that, I haven't really... Yo, like a Meek Mill... I've never threw a Meek Mill album in like reverse, repeat. Like, yo, this shit is crazy. And it me it really makes me go to think like, yo, when Drake got at Meek Mill, this shit was just so much bigger than just like a fucking beef. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because it kind of almost lines up with the Nate Paul, Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Because when Meek Mill came out of his face and dropped that record, because you know he's later, they've later mended and I'm pretty sure he realized it wasn't a smart decision. But he, I think almost in a way he tried to end Drake. Tried to. Like, like, let's really think about it. Yeah. Like, cause like in our era of hip hop, that would have been body bags. You, there's no recovery for that. I don't see, I'm just saying like, how do you recover from, bro, you don't write your own music. We got your ghostwriter and here's the tapes. Right. In the nineties. Right. <laughs> like what? Right. Like. Lose all respect, yo. Everything. Lose all, all of it. Like, and here's the crazy thing. You could be hot. Like, like, I don't mean like uh, the hot artist. I mean the song would be hot lyrically and every they would just discredit. Nah, they not fucking with you. Like yo, like so that was imagine, like a diss. Imagine almost. some cat coming out right now talk about yo. I wrote all of Biggie's rhymes. <laughs> you would probably have a heart attack. <laughs> I'll lose my noodle. I'll lose yeah. my noodle. I would lose my noodle. Like, Biggie, you wrote for Big? What, <laughs> bro? If you remember, there was a point in time people got at Jay Z. Why you keep quoting all of Big's rhymes? Right. Why you quit? Like, you get what I'm saying? So, in a way, what, what Meek tried to do was almost career, career, like, mm -hmm. if not ending, it would have definitely put, like, an asterisk on it. Yeah. So, when he did that and Drake responded and Drake was able to do Meek the way he did, I don't think Drake got enough credit for that. And I'm not a Drake 
fanboy. I'm not a Drake like, yo, that's my nigga. Da, da, da. Right, right, no, right. you feel me? I fuck with the albums. I fuck with the singles. I think as a musician, he is amazing. And I'm not saying that like, he yo. definitely got talent, yo. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just. Like, I'm not going to sit here like I got Drake's albums in my playlist because I really yeah. don't. No, no, you feel me? Wait, I'm not going to hold you. Take care. <sighs> I need my real niggas to check in on this one. There was a lot of bodies caught on take care. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Look, like I was saying though. No, I'm not saying I got no Drake music. I got some Drake music on yeah. my on my playlist, but it's not like hopping the ride. Oh yeah, let me throw that Drake on. You know what I mean? Like no, he's no. dope, 100 percent dope. But yeah, yeah. No, I give respect when respect respect is due, but just you know what I mean. Trying to feed in on what you're saying about Drake. You know what I mean? No, nah, no, nah, you're right. Not trying to discredit him not one bit, but, yo, he he straight reversed the shit on me, yo. Yo, he, wait, Drake not only reversed it, this shit was so strategically played. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Drake literally did the biggest chess move in history <laughs> and to, 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 to demolish fucking Meek Mill. So one, Meek came out of his face. He said what he said. Then, you know, let me just get into it. Save the suspense. So Drake's like, you know what? Drake dropped the Charged Up record. Cool. Charged Up record was dope. Then, you know what I mean? Wait, wait, we gotta rewind. We gotta give you everything. Don't forget, Funk Flex was amping this shit up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funk Flex was like, yo, I got a banger from Meek Mill coming and it's on the fucking way and it's about to smoke boots. He probably, I think he dropped the bomb before the shit even came. Wait, you get what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, and now the reason why I related with the Nate Paul and the fucking Nate, um, the Jake Paul and the Nate Robinson shit is because the streets thought Meek was going to win. Yeah. Because, what, Meek was the street rapper. Yo, and I ain't going to front. I said in the beginning of this talk, I'm not a Meek Mill fan. Even I, when I first heard about this beef, I was like, damn, yo, he might get at Drake. Even I said it. I'm not even a Meek fan. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? So it's like... Just looking at the optics, like, and wait, remember, Meek was a, he wasn't like, what, a Hollow to Don type battle rapper, but he was in the streets ripping niggas' heads off battle mm-hmm, rapper. Mm-hmm. So niggas saw it, and eventually, I think that got him a deal, and he kept cooking. But the point is, is that you look at Meek, and you see, and he had Flex behind him, he had the streets behind him, he, wait, and remember, he drew first blood. Yeah. This is all very important. <laughs> this is all very important <laughs> you feel me cause not only he did all of that shit so he dropped the charged up then mate then then Meek you know what I mean dude, we got all this work up for flex about this Meek record then you know what Drake dropped back to back so not only did he drop back to back back to back was one of the few this record is in history that was able to go and be played as a club record. Most definitely. You could put that Most in the ranks definitely. of Hit Em Up, Ether. I don't want to say Ether was a club record, but you know. DMX Party Up. Party Up. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
it there was straight a, diss tracks that you could throw on at a party and the crowd's gonna vibe with it and not even think of it as a diss track. You hear what I'm saying? And then you got cut. Then the quotables that came from that record, DJ mm -hmm. was cutting the beat out. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it it was it was ugly. It was ugly. Like, and we're just talking about the record, but then the this track was so brutal it forced Meek to speed the record up. Cause one. I'm assuming the streets and Meek didn't expect one a response, two a response of that magnitude. Because mm -hmm. remember, by you ousting Drake as having a ghostwriter, you can't rap, or you don't write, or you're not nice is what you're trying to imply. You coming back after me with with a diss track that turned into a hit single. <laughs> but wait, not only a hit single, you made me write. Yeah. You wanted to see, wait, hold, it's almost like, yo, you wanted me to rap? All right. I'm to keep telling you, you don't want this. But if, <laughs> if you keep asking for it, I'm going to give it to you. Just let me do these singles and hit the, get more slaps than the Beatles. But no, <laughs> you want me to rap. So let's rap. <laughs> so he went from trigger fingers to Twitter fingers. Ooh, Drake quotables. But it's like, bro. You got Drake now rapping, and he's now... Granted, who knows if he got a ghostwriter or not, but if he went in the booth and started writing and he roasted you, he did the job done. And point mm -hmm. to be said, no one cares who wrote it because it got to the point that, bro, we need to hear a response. Then we heard a response. And boy, that shit hit the ground like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My nigga, if you remember the response, drop a fucking fire emoji. <laughs> no, drop a 100 emoji. Because I don't think a fire emoji represented that response in any bit whatsoever. Drop the brick emoji. You feel me? Drop, wait, <laughs> drop a brick emoji. Drop a brick emoji if you fucking heard the fucking response. Because the response comes out and it's like, bro, it's weak. But people are so fucking entwined with this back-to-back -back that it's like, yo, Drake body home, this shit is fire. And like, yo, this shit is like, it just it just was next level because you didn't expect the street cat Meek who got his name from battling and ripping cats' heads off to not only lose, but lose in a rapping battle to Drake. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, the R&B cat? <laughs> I can't even... Before this Drake and Meek beef, I never even thought of putting Drake in a battle before. Wait. No, who? Like, really? Like, who had Drake? Because remember, there was a time, a point in time that everyone was like, that's the guy from the grassy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Hold on. But wait. This shit gets better. Uh... Yeah, it gets better. So... so... Hold on. It gets better. Because right here, the cover for the Drake back-to-back -back had such a double meaning that it was such a fucking, it, it was such a body bag that, I'm sorry, I had to pull it up because I wanted this to go with the fucking final punch. So not only the Drake body fucking uh, Meek Mill with the back-to-back -back single, and he released both songs back, back to, to back. back. 
the cover was a picture of the Toronto Blue Jays beating the Phillies in the World Series back. back. To back. <laughs> yo, yo, when you hit me with that the other day, dog, I was at work when you hit me with that. And I just stopped everything. And I'm like, bro, hold up. I ain't even peep game, yo. Yeah. Yo, that. <laughs> bro, it, 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 it was so deep that, you know, it's like, wait, I got to go back into the fucking deep dive. But it's crazy when you see it. And it goes, come and comes full circle. And then it's like, you got Toronto beating Philly as the cover. And then my guy Drake as Philly from Philly beating my my guy Drake from Toronto beating Philly. Wait, the tequila's catching up with me. It's slowing my movements, but don't worry. I got something for that. I got something for that. But wait, that was the deep dive. That was the Drake deep dive. But let's, need I digress? Let's, Let's move on. Um... More show notes. Yeah, everyday struggle is ending. That's all good though. We don't care. Yo, that shit was creative though. I ain't even. Bro. I ain't. Yo, how many years have been since that was? It's been a couple years, yo. Right? Yeah, twenty fifteen. And yo, when you hit me with that shit the other day, talking about yo the cover art Toronto Blue Jays, I'm like, I ain't even pay that shit no mind, bro. You feel I'm me? I'm like, damn. I'm like, yo, that shit raw, like. Yo, he caught that, yo. And it's like, and when you look at it from like the double and the deep meaning, it's like, bro, that's so crazy because on the surface level, you're only thinking about the diss record. But then when you look at the strategy between it, the two records back to back, the Blue Jays cover back to back, mm-hmm. you beat Meek back to back. You gave Meek, you for every one Meek sent, you sent them two. <laughs> It's like, bro, he didn't that stand a chance. That shit was an extra slap in the face, man. He didn't stand a chance. And it's like, yo, Meek, you feel me? I ain't got nothing against you, brother. I love the music. I'm going to be very frank with you. It's just the singles is tougher than the albums. And I'm not going to hold you. That's not, it's not a, a gripe on you. That's probably a lot of, what a lot of, a lot of artists go through. Yeah. It's hard to make a good album. Like, wait, excuse me. That's why I understand why they say well, like Erica Badu is like we're sensitive artists, are sensitive about our shit. It's because, bro, making an album is hard, and for you to go and say that it's trash or you don't like it, it's like, bro, I spent nine months making this. Or, exactly. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you go make an album and tell me how that shit comes out. You feel me? That shit, and you call it my shit trash. <laughs> Your shit's probably fucking. Garbaccio. <laughs> hey man, but if it's trash, it's trash, man. Yeah. You should be happy if someone tells you it's trash before it comes out, so you can make it better. Nah, you right. You right. I, right now, right now, I'm sorry. We're at the point of the podcast where I just want to strictly talk about the wild and outrageous shit. What you got? Let's talk about the topic that you had in mind. You wanted to bring up first. Hold on. <laughs> topic I had in mind. Yes, yeah. um, <laughs> over here, right here, about the <laughs> Hungarian anti. Oh, <laughs> P, P insisted we talk nah. about this. Hell and no! I was like, listen, bro. Hell no! If you tune into the episode last week, <laughs> you know I do not engage <laughs> or associate or promote or oh. do anything. 
connected with anything that this man likes. Wait, what? Oh, this nigga's on fire! Oh, shit! Okay, all right, let's see how you play. Look, wait. He said we had to cover it first. Nah, I'm like, look, we have more no. important topics to hell get through. No. <laughs> but, hell no. Well, hell look, no. Let, let's let's just dive right in. Pause. Oh, <laughs> God. An anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. <laughs> First bro, of all, bro, first of all, bro, bro. first of all, when, when you were when you brought this shit up to me earlier, right? The way you explained it to me was you was like, "Yo, did you hear about the Hungarian um, politician? He's all against gays, and he wants to ban it from the country, ban it from everything. Like, if you involved with it, it's harsh sentences or." Yeah. Was it possibly deaf? And yeah. then and then you was like, yeah, he got caught in a 25-man orgy. I damn near fell through the floor, bro. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, my goodness, yo, P. I'm about to fall through the floor now. Just fucking <laughs> listen. Fam, this shit was the most hilarious shit I have seen in fucking weeks. In weeks. Yo. I've, I have not. Listen, bro. This is the Just type of- off of this headline alone. <laughs> twenty twenty is fucked up, bro. Bro, twenty twenty could not get any fucking crazier than this. This matter of fact, this article, honestly, this could kind of embody twenty twenty. This way, so a member of the European Parliament representing the Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orbán's. Fistas party has resigned from his position in Brussels after he was caught leaving what reports to be described a 25-man orgy on Friday. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a lot of sausage being passed around. Whoa! <laughs> P! P! Could we wait? I need some discretion. Could we could we get, get some context on this, please? You're the <laughs> Bro, <laughs> twenty five man, holy shit! <laughs> Whoa, wait, Joseph Cesar. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Resigned or cares if you butchered it? You shouldn't even gave credit to say his name, bro. <laughs> Yo, we need to properly identify with the man get, who got caught climbing out. Window. Please, you feel me? Don't want to get any false accusations. Uh, resigned on Sunday after he admitting to breaching Belgium's strict lockdown rules to attend a sex party. Oh, whoa. Politico reported on Tuesday the police found 25 naked men at a gathering, <laughs> including Cesar and some diplomats. Whoa! Whoa! The dips was in it? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> 
The Belgian newspaper La Denaria, who where I apologize, my I gotta work on my foreign exchange, <laughs> reported the newspaper quoted a local police source saying that we interrupted a gangbanger. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, wait, I'm not laughing at the gangbang. I'm laughing at the fact that they described it as we were interrupted. <laughs> Like I'm sorry, did we did we did we did we were we, we, we disturbing something here? Hold up, I they should have ran now. in there drawing shots, bro. Oh my god, this shit is too fucking hilarious. I am so sorry. Orban's Hungarian government was cru- was curtailed LGBTQ rights since he. Wait, wait. Let me say this again. Orban's Hungarian government has curtailed. LGBTQ rights since he was elected prime minister in 2010. Sejar, who fronted Fizar in the European Parliament, helped rewrite Hungary's constitution to protect the institution of marriage as the union of a man and a woman. The right. Times of London has reported. So listen, old boy, he's he's all about making sure a man and Basically, a woman. He wants every, the, his country ran straight. No funny business. No funny business. I salute that. Yeah. I salute that. I can't get so Cesar or Cesar, a right wing politician and an ally of an ally of Orban, climbed out of a first floor window and was spotted fleeing around the gutter in a public what? prosecutor's <laughs> office, said. A source close to the investigation told Politico that the officers were called after the complaint about a nighttime disturbance. Oh, man. They were interrupting a gangbang. Of course, there's 25 cocks being passed around. How quiet could it possibly be? Like, wait, they clearly wasn't social distancing. Do you think they were wearing masks? <laughs> wait, do you think they were following the proper social distancing guidelines that were the CDC had in place for <laughs> gatherings of 25 people or more? <laughs> That shit, Corona is just getting passed around in there. Corona and any other type of STD. Oh, Like, dog, this shit is not right, man. Wait, wait, wait. The public prosecutor's office said a passerby reported to the police that he had seen a man fleeing along the gutter. He was able to identify the man. The man's hands were bloody as it was possible he may have injured while fleeing. Narcotics were found in his backpack. The man was unable to produce any identity documents. He was escorted to his place of residence where he identified himself as S.J. 1961 by means of a diplomat passport. Dip, dips? I don't think that's what... I don't think this is what the di- diplomats... Our diplomats represent. Nah, hell no. I, I strongly disagree. Um, Sejar on Tuesday said that the president was at a private party and apologized after the police asked for my identity since I did not have ID on me. Of course, why would you have ID at a 25-man gangbang? Who's, who's, I, wait, what ID? No, no. He's going to a fucking 25-man gangbang. I don't think ID is one of the precursors. P, what do you bring to a 25-man gangbang? 
What? <laughs> how do, how <laughs> can I answer that question? No, I'm just saying. Like, if you were going to a, a gangbang of this magnitude, what would you pack? Drugs? I don't know what I would pack <laughs> because I would never have the invitation to one of these things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not funny. That's not a joke, bro. <laughs> That's for real. How would you want to... What, what made you come up in your mind to ask me a question like that? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh. Like, I'm supposed oh, to know what to bring to one of these fucking things. All right, all right. All right, so not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bro! I am sorry. I am. I am crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, this is <laughs> all jokes aside. My bad, P. All jokes aside, but yo, this shit is fucking hilarious, bro. All shit this, is sick. This is wait. I'm not gonna hold you. Wait, I'm not even done reading because there's probably more wild shit. So we got a fucking diplomat in Belgium who was against fucking, who's all for creating a marriage for man and woman, caught in a 25 man gangbang. So, but like, wait, I'm sorry. This shit is almost some like, what's that newspaper back in the day that had all the fake headlines and the. I don't. What was it? The Inquirer. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. What is it like? You know, like aliens. Like you get like the, the fucking in the in the foods at the grocery store. This is some shit you think would be on their fucking yeah. front page. Yeah. This is some yeah. shit like this. This is some Inquirer. <laughs> so you really got tears coming down your face, bro. Now. This. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, this. I'm sorry. This is fucking hilarious. I am so sorry, bro. This shit is so fucking hilarious. It's like he didn't have ID on him. Of course he wouldn't have fucking ID. What do you, bro? He's bringing a bag full of cocaine and condoms. He's going to a fucking gangbang. Bro, like, wait, I'm not even justifying this shit. I'm just trying to think, like, bro, why would you bring, wait, his a diplomat ID of any? Yeah, I'm gonna bring a diplomat ID to a gangbang. <laughs> Dude, that just even sounds crazy. Like, wait, of course he's trying to stay as far as possible away from this as he possibly can. Why in the world would he want to be associated with a headline like this? But then the part that's crazy that I would want to say is that, all jokes aside, if he got caught in the 25-man gangbang, I have very little suspicion that this was his first 25-man gangbang. It, wait, I'm not trying. It's not. If it, all jokes aside, maybe 25, the number might have been the uh, the new threshold, or, or maybe they've exceeded. But I am not sure. I am more than sure that if this, if like, wait, sex parties, like this people, ain't his first one. You get what I'm saying? Hell no. Yeah, people. This is, this is too hardcore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like. What's what's on the agenda for tonight? This, this tonight's party. Yeah, we're gonna have twenty five men pull up. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a pat. No, sign me up. That's what this guy said. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out like we're, we're like this is like, just even imagine like oh my goodness. Look, live your best life, man. Live your best life. But the part that makes this so funny for me is the hypocrisy that is deeply woven 
all throughout this. How are you going to fight hard to make sure marriage for man and woman is sanctioned and 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 and, and in a very and it's un and unscathed, but attend not fuck attend participate. Cause I highly doubt you're just gonna stand there. That's equally as disgusting. Wait, pardon. Wait, I wait. Hold up. I'm not trying to offend anybody out there. I'm just saying. But uh, look, if look, you got I, look, bro. This is this is. You just don't go to something like that to hang out and chill. Thank you, Pete. You get what I'm saying? You don't. You just don't go. Yeah. What are you doing tonight? I'm about to go to this party and ch- no, no, no. The, it ain't that. Like, hold up. You know what's so funny is when people say, "You ever heard that say this ain't that type of party." <laughs> this ain't that type of party. You just Definitely go hang out. You. <laughs> this ain't that type of party. Oh my god! Wow, this is sick, man. Hold up and wait and here, wait. This is this is his quote. This is bro. This is crazy. His quote exactly. He shows no sympathy for the act at hand, but I deeply regret violating the COVID restrictions. It was irresponsible on my part. I am ready to stand the fine that occurs. He announced his resignation at the MEP and asked people to treat the matter as strictly personal to him. I asked everyone not to extend it to my homeland or to my political community, he added. So you're telling me this is definitely not his first rodeo. I keep this matter strictly personal. Like, come on, dog. And then you only thing you regret is violating the COVID restrictions? Fam, wait. You get what I'm saying? Wait. I thank you. That's the only thing you regret? Thank you. Wait. I wait. Was I the only one who thought that was weird? I'm like, wait. You just got caught in a 25 fucking man gangbang, and the only thing that you feel any remorse for is that you violated the COVID restrictions? Let alone what you represented in your company, in your country, what you stood for, the laws you tried to get passed and sanctioned, and maybe it's maybe it's me, it's me. Nah, no, it's stop. definitely not you. It's something wrong with this guy, man. And <laughs> Wait, you get if the if the penalties in his country for this is death, so be it. Like, if he dies, he dies. If he dies, boy, that's that's been your quote for two shows. <laughs> Hold up, bro. We got a slogan going. If he dies, he dies. If it's three in a row, we got to run with it, man. We're going to have shirts done up soon. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> Listen, here's another one. Here's another one for the bank, for the, for the, um, hold on. There's a, oh my God. All right. Where do you want to go? Both of them are equally wild, but one is wilder than the other. 1A or 2A? Mm. Let's start. Let's start here. I like the weirdos. Wait, 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 wait. That's how you know how crazy he had to decide. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> they just, they're equally as <laughs> provocative. <laughs> it's equally as on what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Where are you finding this, yo? <laughs> yo. Yo, shout out to Piff Beats, yo. He be on the deep dark web. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna hold you. 
I can't lie. I told I, yo, I got time for the bullshit. <laughs> we see. I got we <laughs> see. <laughs> but I w- I like to take this moment to congratulate the bodybuilder on his recent engagement and marriage because he just had the best day of his life because after a two year long relationship, oh he God. marries his sex doll. <laughs> 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 oh my god, yo. I, I, I just had to verify. Is there footage of this guy oh, and his sex stuff? Of course. Wait, you think it was not going to be footage? Hold up. Oh, oh, hold up. Wait, hold up. Come on. Come on. Yeah, we need to load these photos, man. Chill. We got to load these photos. Come on, Firefox. What are you doing here? Firefox? Firefox? Yeah, we trying to load these photos up, go because they get good. They get good. It's it's the type of shit I got time for. Like, listen, bro, you bought a sex doll. You like fucking it, and you're like, you know what? We're gonna I'm gonna marry it, and we're gonna go in public, and we're gonna trips. We're gonna take pictures together. We're gonna dress up. We're gonna do fucking couple shit, therapy, yoga, Pilates. Like, what? What's the People, what's the name of the people that um have the right to marry you? And sh- what's the name of them? You know what I'm talking about? What you mean? People can um, you could you could do it. You could take the course and get the license, and you can start marrying. People. Oh, I know what you mean. The, um, oh, the fucking dude that fucking the 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 the. They marry people. The reception, not the reception. No, they. I know what you mean. It's the dude. You go to them to get married. Yeah. What type of person with that license would allow this? A Kazakhstani. Wait, hold on. You got to be kidding me. Why would I, bro? We're here for this. We're here for this. A Kazakhstani bodybuilder, Yuri Tokoloko, Tolochoko. <laughs> 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 Fuck you! <laughs> I don't even know what that's. <laughs> Mary's sex doll girlfriend. Oh my god! A bodybuilder has finally tied the knot with his sex doll girlfriend after proposing to her. In de- oh, he proposed too in December 2019. Do you think he he reached out to her parents? Do you think it was possible? How did he know she said yes? Well, how do you know that said yes? Ooh, yes. Yes. Did she give consent? Is this another me too? Does the sex doll have rights? <laughs> Yo, fam, this is this gets deep. This gets deep. A bodybuilder has finally tied the knot after proposing to her in December 2019. He decided to pop the question to his silicone senorita last year. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, but their March wedding was delayed because of coronavirus. Okay, COVID is over here hating on the fucking newlywed. They got an Instagram. Hold too. on, so rubber dolls can catch COVID? This this shit gets weirder and weirder by the second. It was delayed. Uh, it was a delayed again after he was attacked during a transgender rally in Oct- what? But they are finally man and wife after the ceremony could go ahead. It was not always being plain sailing for the couple 
the fuck all this. Let's look at the pictures. Right here. This is the marriage. They got marriage video. Eleven thousand likes. You gotta be kidding me, bro. Yo, <clears throat> you gotta be kidding me. Wait, people actually what? There was a cell, bro. Everybody there is fine with this. If I didn't see this video, I didn't. Th- I would have never believed. Bro, it. is it? This ain't scripted. Yo, this is. <laughs> How? No, hell no. But <laughs> yo, no. Let's go to the gram. You got I'm not gonna hold you. He could be trolling the whole world. He could be. I don't know. But to go to this extent to troll the whole world with only seventy eight thousand followers. Shit, bro. I don't know, fam. Do your thing, bro. Oh, let's get out of here. Yeah, wait. Let's oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. I don't think this is the Instagram we're trying to be on. Nah. Oh, <laughs> yo. What the fuck was that? What the fuck? Damn. Bro, I'm not going to hold Remember you were saying, this ain't that type of party? This ain't that type of party. It ain't. No, 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 no. This ain't that type of party. I apologize. We would be exiting. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, Yeah, I apologize. We was born here under a misled pretext. Uh, So let's move on. Uh, oh whoa. my god, yo. Oh man, that 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 was crazy. Okay, we we're almost yo, we gotta hit we got one more and then we could go into the deep deep dive. Did you see this video? What you got, bro? It's the wild shit. So basically, this old head couple. What happened to the remote? <laughs> Shout outs to my dumbass. But right here. So this old head couple. We're going to put this on the full screen. <clears throat> I would like to know what SP would do in given situation. So basically, I'm assuming this couple was trying to explain to these young women why they shouldn't twerk. And you see, they trying to, they these young girls are giving it up like it's hot. Yeah, they just doing what the young girls do. You know, thought is life. They for the streets. <laughs> you know, they, they accepting it at a young age. Oh, shit. Hold up, what's going on? Hold on, who stole off on who? The young girls cracked off on on dude. Oh no, he he left his wife. You saw what? he ran. You saw him run. No wait, let's rewind. You didn't see him run yeah, out the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, he definitely the, ran. He ran from the bitches because the bitches was tagging his wife, and he got up out of there. So while those chicks was beating on his wife, he he just dipped the crowd. Oh no, that thing was a young dude. Yup, no, that was a dude. Oh, those are the young boys yeah, yeah, he ran yeah. from. Okay, he got up from the young boys. Okay, now the young boys. Oh, oh, that's his wife right there. They they ragging on the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> they trashing him too. Oh, they. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. 
they are going to town on old head. Oh my goodness, they they whoop it on his wife. Oh, they, they whoop it on him. <laughs> oh, they oh they back whoop it on him. Holy shit. They oh crashing my, him. Oh my yo. god, they kicking old they head crashing and him. Hold on, they're doing all of this in front of a cop car, and I don't see that one cop around. Where yo, is this at? I bro, I have no no fucking clue. And I think they stole her pocketbook. <laughs> this generation di- hold on hold on this generation different yeah P P P I want to know and look I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely taking a fucking comedic approach but I'm a, I definitely would put a serious tone on because <laughs> all jokes aside is because we are old enough to observe the fuck shit and this generation is old enough to do the fuck shit Granted, but I know I would never stop any young girl twerking. And I'm saying that not on some fucking creep pedo shit. I'm saying it because, listen, that's for your parent and your father to correct you to do. If if your daughter is in the streets popping her ass like it's hot, that's not my... Mm -hmm. And another thing, if I see some... Young cats, I do see young cats out here. No. Dudes, girls, whatever, locally in the streets, doing some wild shit. Mm-hmm. I mind my business to keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Cause right now, these young boys is in the streets wilding, and it seems like they don't even care about their life. And obviously, <laughs> they don't care about nobody. Like they Yo. just trash these people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so wait, you have to give your serious take, but then you have to laugh. Like, wait, hold up, they just got whooped. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. Yo, wait, but in it, what would you do in this situation? I think you said the. I think you already explained it. We we wouldn't even say. Yeah, I'll mind my business. Twerk your ass. They off. over there doing whatever they do. Okay. All right, cool. I'm keep strolling and rolling and doing what Not I gotta business. do. But you know what the thing is? I think they're that generation where they feel like, and I'm not. I hate to say it, but I think the days of respect your elders are over with. What do you? Oh I, yeah, long gone. Oh yeah, I, long wait, gone. I, wait, it's crazy. You didn't even have to second think, second nah, guess it. It's, it's long gone, man. You feel me? And it's like, for for that to be the new case, it's like, bro, this. This is, if this is the future, and if this is what, like, the next generation is, it's survival of the fittest. And, like, bro, I'm not going to hold you. Granted, like I said, we, we, like, I think we're old enough or our listeners are old enough to know, like, we're going to mind our business in this situation. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Granted. And, like I said, it's none of our business. That's their parents' job to come and correct. But I understand why they would even say that. But at the same time, like, yo... We not trying to end, and then here, and then here's the crazy part. Old boy recording it, he damn sure didn't help. <laughs> not saying, but then like I said, it's none of his. Wait, because that could have been him on the floor. With, he could have been there with him, been on the floor with him. You get what I'm saying? Like he would have been on the floor with them, <laughs> and his phone would have been walking off with them. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this this is real talk. This is real talk. So. 
lessons learned every day. Every mind your day. business and keep it moving. Keep it fucking moving, man. But yo, we yo we right here. These this the last on the slate, man. We 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 Damn, killed. We covered the covered everything. We covered everything, bro. We got a few more to go. We gonna All finish right. strong, man. What you digging into, Piff? Let's go with the verses, man. All right. We got a shit ton of verses. I ain't going to say a shit ton. We got three major verses talk, three big verses announcements, and they all have official validity to them. So we must take them all <clears throat> seriously. First, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. That will be coming out next week depending when you're hearing this, but that would be December 12th to give a date. Mm -hmm. So December 12th lock in, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. The announcement has just been released via hip hop, no, via BET, that French Montana and Jim Jones will face off in a versus. Then, via- I'm just gonna add in, my opinion, that's not a versus anybody would ask for. <laughs> it, it, wait, it's not, but wait, we we gonna deep dive on this one, and then we got Dipset versus G Unit or D Block Ooh. via the Joe Button podcast. The call in between Swiss Beats and Jim Jones confirmed that Swiss is setting up a Dipset versus, but he's trying to see which one would make sense. And we'll, we'll deep Where do you want to start? Let's start with the light one. Let's start with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Yo, I think it's going to be pretty dope, yo. Really? Ashanti and Keisha Cole. But I'm going to keep it real. My opinion on the versus battles. It's cool. It's dope. But I I don't want to... Seeing artists and artists is cool and all that. I liked it having the producers on there. Yeah. Like... Riz, when it did Risen and Premiere, they did other ones too. I think it was um Scott Storch and Manny yeah. Fresh, maybe. They did Scotch and Manny, and I think they did another some R and B. They did um Teddy Riley and Babyface. Okay, but um <laughs> and it did somebody else too. But anyway, the artist is cool, but I want to see like producer against producer. You know what I mean? Because I learned so much on that Risen first Premiere yeah. shit. Oh, and I think they had Little John too. He did one. Word, probably. Yeah. I don't know, but but anyway, um, like Shante and Keisha Cole, it's good. I think it's gonna be good. Am I gonna tune in? I'll probably tune in. Who am I gonna go for? <clears throat> now, this is my view on that. <laughs> I think the older cats might rock with Ashante because we damn near grew up with her. You know what I'm saying? Like not grew up with her, but <laughs> We were in our prime when she was out. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But can't sleep on Keisha Cole. Like, I'm not, she got talent. But to me, a lot of her songs, she's crying too much, dog. Mm. I ain't trying to hear that I should have cheated and all, oh, all yeah. this crying, never knew what I've been missing and all that. <laughs> Come on, man. Go cry somewhere else. But it's two tracks. It's probably more, but I'm gonna give Keisha Cole two bangers. Are they something to your soul? That no, 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 <laughs> no, wait, no, no. Oh yeah, no. I thought you no. were setting it up no. like, yo, these were my no. jam. I'm gonna give Keisha Cole two tracks 
that Ashanti might have no work for. Oh, yeah. I think I know one of them. Last night with Diddy. I, I knew it. That's number one. Yep. And then I don't even know the name of the other track, but as soon as you hear Missy Elliott's voice going, New Keisha, it's oh, a rap. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. It, I know what you're rap. talking about. But you can't sleep on a shot to either, but them two Keisha tracks, it's fire, yo. I'll, I'll say this. This is a, a weird one, because one... I personally didn't think Keisha Cole had the fucking arsenal to go up against Ashanti because me either. When you look at it, um, and like you know, we was just bigging up Irv Gotti earlier. Murder Inc. They was on a run. They had nothing but hits, and they sprinkled her all over. Yeah. There. So like, just, dog, she got a hit with Fab. She got a hit with Fat Joe. Yeah. Oh Yo, yeah. Yo, Ashanti got some got bangers. Some, yeah, man. So it's like it's really like where, but she got a lot of. Feature work, and that's what I think really separates her from Keisha, because a lot of Keisha's joints was one herself alone, solo single records, and then two, it was a lot of album cuts that really like came out and separated. Because on her first album, like I personally wasn't a Keisha Cole fan. She a bad one, like you know, she a good like look like she got some good hood pussy, but. You feel me? I'm just assuming I Miss Keisha Cole is a respectable woman. I'm only assuming that. I, I, let me just continue. But Ashanti is a bad one too. Look at her. Ooh, smoking hot. <laughs> just being honest, this could be the battle of the bad bitches. But at the same time, I look at it like, yo, Keisha. I think she made more music for the hood chicks. And Ashanti had a lot more bigger pop records that the moms could connect to, and I only say that because mm-hmm. her records was like right. say if some of those some of those big Ja Rule or Murder Inc singles, those those left this universe. Yeah, like they were huge, huge. But at the same time, I think last night and Keisha Cole had a few of her own that was like, but then. I think Keisha, I'll say this. I think Keisha is more known for her sing, singles and her solo work. And I feel that if we was going to go head to head in a battle and a versus that Ashanti would have a, a decent track record. But I think Keisha would, I would go with Keisha. I just like the way she looked. <laughs> <laughs> she looked mean. <laughs> Yo, that last night joint with Diddy was. <laughs> so, a banger. Yeah, man. Look at that, bro. She, I'm telling you, it... And I may be sleeping on Ashanti, but it just may be that I didn't... Like, one, I didn't listen to the album, but I don't doubt that she didn't have any good ones, but I wouldn't say that... You know, I think, I, no, I think Keisha... I'm rocking with Keisha, man. I am rocking with fucking Keisha. I'm sorry. That, this is going to be a good versus battle. I'm not going to lie. I might check in. Depends where it goes. Um... Yo, Yo depends what they wear. <laughs> it's all on the fit, son. Bro, have you seen what Ashanti been looking like in as of recent? Nah. Bro, let's go to her Instagram. She is not playing right now. She is not playing. Like, she's out here talking. She's giving up all the fucking smoke. But, like, she, she must be unfaithful because Nelly dropped her like a bag of potatoes. Oh, shit. You feel me? <laughs> but at the same time, Right here, her Instagram. Yeah, mama. 
I ain't know she was in movies. She got her little acting yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. She probably got a picture hopping out of the pool. First one. Okay. <laughs> she got the verses up there. Oh, yeah. She got it. But then when you look at her, all right, she got some respectable photos up here. I like that. Shout out. But then, yeah, it gets spicy. <laughs> then it gets spicy. Oh, yeah, mama. Oh, talk to us. Talk to us. This is like softcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're enjoying this a little too much. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I told you it depends on what they wearing, bro. Stay <laughs> for the whole battle. Depends on the fit. Yo. Depends on the fit. Yeah, I promise yo, you. Like, let me let me go back to what I said in the beginning about this verses, right? Yeah. The artist to artist thing is cool, but I'm kind of losing interest, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of losing like. Yeah, I don't know the Gucci and Jeezy thing. It was cool, uh, but I lost interest in it a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Outside of the drama and the hype, which was very well, like yo. even even let's go back to the Jada and Fab, yo. If it wasn't for Jada, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't think I would have watched it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Same here. You know what Fab, I'm saying? Fab, I don't think. And it's nothing against Fab. He's from our era, too. I think he's hell of a dope, well-established MC. But when you just look at it, I don't think, like, I'm, I'm not bumping Fab albums like that. I think, I think like, with the topic that you got up with the Dipset versus G-Unit or D-Block, I think that'll be dope, like a camp versus camp. Yeah. Or what I think would be a dope one, me and my mans, Dewan was talking about this the other day. We both think it'll be dope. The catch was talking about looking for someone to put Jay Z up against, right? Jay would never do it. Yo, but I think he should do it, but not on um just Jay Z. He should mm. do Rockefeller. That it, but, but see, look now. This is what I. This is what me and my man's was talking about. Bad Boy versus Rockefeller. Yo, I, I think that I think that would be interesting to watch. I saw a media and, take and out. more. I think it'll be more interesting than watching two artists going, because camp first camp with different artists playing music and you're learning more about different artists that you didn't know. I learned a lot through that Rizzo and Premier battle, yo, that yeah. I didn't know. No, like certain Kanye tracks, I didn't know. The Biggie track Rizzo did, I had no idea. No, real talk. And then it's crazy you said that is that. I'm only trying to piggyback of what you said. Camp versus Camp. Dr. Dre versus Diddy. It might actually happen. Really? And if this goes down, it's like, I saw this. I was like, yo, I saw this on Media Takeout. Dr. Dre has NWA. His early work. His yeah. late work. He bought Eminem out. 50. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't. Then you got Biggie. Mace. The locks. Then you got your late work. The come home from the come home from Paris. The making a yeah, band. Drake, Drake could go back to death row, man. Yeah, but Puffy Pac. Could go back too, man. Puffy got artists. Craig Mack. But fuck yeah. Um, who else, man? Yo, one twelve. Come on, bro, Mary. Yo, you know what's wild, yo? Puffy over there, cheat. Look at Puffy, yo. 
He got the scammer smile, yo. Oh man, keep it funky, yo. That's the scammer, yeah. I just <laughs> yo, got ten con bands. man one on one look, yo. Oh, I swear. The reason why, yo, you know what I thought of when I was looking at his smile right there? Him laughing with the ice on the neck. You know what I'm saying? The designer coat on that he probably made. Who knows? Yeah. But him just over there laughing, like yeah. Damn near everybody that was signed to me only dropped one album, and I'm rich, bitch. And, I <laughs> and he's like, I own all their fucking publishing. Like, yo, but bro. keep it real. Who dropped more than one album on the Bad Boy? Biggie. While he was dead, I'm talking about alive. Who dropped more than one album under Bad Boy? Who? I can't think of nobody. Black Rob. He dropped more than one album under Bad Boy? No, Little Kim. Under Bad Boy? Yeah. Little Kim, hold up. Little Kim. Hold up. I'll have to think. That's a good one though. Bad Boy albums. Let me see. Bad Boy Records. All right, where's her albums? Hardcore. Oh, this was Atlantic. Okay, wait, wait. So all these. So which was Bad Boy? E1, E1. None of these was Bad Boy? No, she had to have a Bad Boy album. Yeah, Complimation, Mixtapes. Yeah, this ain't accurate. But... I know Kim had at least two albums under Bad Boy. You sure? At least. And shout out to G Depp, bro. He was weird. He was way doper than 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 what we we thought he was. Hold on, man. I I, I really want to know. Matter of <clears> fact, <throat> I can find out right here, because they tell you what record label it came out on. Boom. We're going to pull Little Kim up right here. It says, I don't know how true this is, but it says originally signed to Big Beat Records and Atlantic subsidiary, King, Kim's debut solo album, Hardcore, was released. Yeah. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Damn, I thought... Why do I think Kim was on bad? But damn, Pete, do you have a fucking bit right here? Yo, what artist dropped more than one album on the Bad Boy? I've been trying to find that out for years. I don't think there's anybody, bro. Type it in. Just type that in. Yeah. Who, who dropped more than one album on Bad Boy? Something might got, got to come up. Just probably gonna be Biggie, bro. Hold up. Yeah, let me go to albums. Discography. Biggie, Craig, Faith, Total, 112, Biggie, Mace, The Lock. Faith, she got two, we got two Faith albums. Oh, word? 
We got two Faith albums. Hold on, we got two. Wait, wait. Whoa. No, this is singles. Wait, is these albums or yeah, singles? Yeah, yeah, discography, right? Yeah, these are albums. Yeah, albums. Yeah. Damn, so Faith Evans. And Total. Total? Yup. Because we got Total right here, January 1996. And then when you go down, got Total oh, again, wow. November This is news to me. Yeah. Then 112. Mace. 112 dropped two. Yeah, because 112 was up here again. Yep, they dropped two. And you said Mace. Mace is right here. And then Double Up. I yep. never knew this. I never knew this. Dang. Wait, and then Big But oh. yo. Shine. Black. I forgot. Shine dropped two albums. Yeah. Shine. Yep. With Bad Boy? Yeah, both of them. The first album was on Shine. And then uh, the first one, and then the one he was in um, and when he was in jail was on, on Bad Boy. Really? Yep. Damn, 112 dropped 112 three. doing their thing. And they call Thomas. But yo, and Mace, welcome but yo, back. But majority of the cats dropped one album, one and done. I'm not going to hold majority. you. Majority. Outside of the majority of them dropping one and done, a majority of their best works was their first albums. Yeah. You didn't really follow through with a lot of their, a lot of, outside of like the 112s and, the, you know, the Fades. So I'd say probably the more bigger household names mm-hmm. where the more albums came. But granted, like the ones who didn't give you more than two is for a reason. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So, but I just find it kind of weird that most of the most of the cats you wanted to hear from Bad Boy, yeah, one album, yeah, one good album at least. Black Rob, I was think, and it's so funny. I was thinking about that because you know I was like, yo, if Black Rob do a versus, and I was bumping Sean, I'm not, um, I was bumping Whoa, and I'm like, bro, I was like, that album was kind of dope, yo. Like, if I'm like, hold up, down the line joint, Espacio was dope, Can I Live was dope. You talking about dope. this album for Sean, the second one? Yeah. That's not Bad Boy. That's not Bad Boy? Nah, that's Def Jam. The wow. Island Def Jam Music Group. Wow. So, yeah, you might, you 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 was on to something. Because G-Dep only had one, Loon only had one. The Locks. Yeah. Damn, who else? There was a few. Black Rob. Yo, and, and if if I'm not mistaken, Black Rob was signed way before he even dropped the album. Or was supposedly signed or in the mix with Bad Boy way before he dropped the album. No, you're right. You're right. Like, he been out. That's crazy, bro. I just got all that from Puffy Smile, though, because he looked crooked as hell in that picture, yo. Oh, yeah, you, you know. know. Look at all y'all. <laughs> Puffy versus Dr. Dre. I say this, though, man. Let's let's. So we picked an Ashanti Keisha Cole winner. Let's pick a Puffy Dre winner. Ooh, man, yo. I'm not even going to hold you. Yo, this is a hard one. It's going to be super hard. First of all, Cause I'm from the East Coast, it's gonna yes. be hard. The bias, yo. Puffy's gonna play shit that I grew up on, mm-hmm. yo. When he comes out and plays, when the sun don't shine forever, long that it's here, that it's oh, the victory. Oh yo. my gosh! But what? What if he comes out and he fucking plays? Not um, not, is it nothing but a G thing? Who Dre? Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Like, wait, Grant, it don't if, hit the same, but it still hit. What about when he when Puffy comes back? It was all a dream. I used yeah. to read Word Up Magazine. But wait, but don't forget, he got the No Way Out album. But wait, but hold up, wait. But if they do it, I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't, yeah, I think they would do it like, yeah, they're gonna have to do label. It's gonna have to be, yeah, he's gonna get his best Biggie cuts. Yeah, his man. His best locks cuts. He's gonna go with something. I, I see this as, because aren't they both labeled as producers? Moguls, producers, I guess. Yeah, producers. Yeah. It'll be like like what I was talking about in the beginning yeah, of the topic. Producers. producer against producer. No, you're right. You're right. If they do artists against artists, where if it's just Puffy's work versus Dre's work, mm. I might have to roll with Dr. Dre. If it's just solo Puffy work against solo Dr. Dre work. Sorry, I gotta go with Puff. It's quite it's easy uh, to say solo. Dre right now. Puff had more albums, better albums, bigger hits. And they hit harder because they hit hard because they're close to home. Yeah. Wait, that bad boys for life hit a little different a few years later. Dun, uh, dun, 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 I don't know what part of dun, the beat dun. that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what the part of the beat that is. What, that Penn Station blood got yeah, you yeah. out some other shit, son. Look <laughs> at all that bum piss. Hey, yo, that bump piss definitely got me fucking cooking right now, bro. Shout outs to the fucking plug. You know who you are. Yes, yes, brethren. But fucking, I'm going with. I'm nah, yeah, the, Puff. East, the East Coast bar is definitely because it's, it's definitely even when I hear it, I'm gonna be like, because oh, just like man, you said, the first record you name, that's a Puffy song. Yeah, definitely is. Victory is a Puffy song. Definitely is. So, I'm sorry, I'm going with Puff. I'm going with Puff. I'm sorry, I'm going with Puff. You got a traitor in the room, but let's I'm move not. On. I'm not gonna say traitor, but let's move on. It's. Puff don't you gotta, got too you gotta, many hard tracks, You gotta bro. be fully biased, man. Pa- go, Puff man. don't got that many hard tracks. Yo. I don't care if we're On losing, we're winning. No, Puff <laughs> is smoking his boots. He's sending them Chuck's homes unlaced. I'm man, sorry. F Puff. Puff, Puff is pulling up in a pair of fucking Tibbs, double sole, not the B soles. Hell no, no, he ain't he's not. Up in yo. The I, yo, he's coming up in I... some double sole Tibbs nah. with some short jaw. Oh, he's <laughs> taking it back. He's coming with some short jaw jeans. Oh my oh, god. He's gonna have the jumper on the <laughs> jean jumper. He's gonna have the jean jumper on with the Tibbs <laughs> with a shiny jacket. Oh, Chill. Oh, it's a wrap. Oh. It's a wrap. It's a fucking rap. I'm rocking with Puff, man. I can't. I can't go against Puff, man. Puff. I think. It, I don't think they should do like artist versus artist. They should do producer versus producer. Dre yeah. as a producer, Puff as a producer. I think it'll be more interesting. I agree. I agree because that's how it started. And plus, we need to get more producers in it because I feel like they're taking the easy road by doing the artist because the artist is a yeah, more household man. name. Because like, let's really be honest. Not every producer is a household name. True, very true. Like Jay Dilla, despite his popularity, I still he's almost like a cult following. Mm-hmm. Like he, and I found him to be very popular. And Ninth Wonder, I find Ninth Wonder yeah. to be extremely popular. Yeah. But I find them to be kind of like, like culty almost, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Like so, 
it's more so that some of these producers, I think even being on the platform is like a look. And this and this is crazy even saying that because they have records. It's crazy, but I'm saying like, what producers say outside of a Pharrell? Because they already gave us Scott Storchin a, a Pharrell and a... Who? He's the only one I don't think that graced the stage that has a name big enough that's in the household. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Happy was huge. His Neptune shit was huge. The artist he produced for the was Nori huge. stuff. You get what I'm saying? It's like he he has a he has a track record. It's just that I don't think there's any other producer of that magnitude that could come out and compete on that level. Right. Like and then even I'm trying it, to think and and like who do you even put up against Pharrell? If you say the Dre and Puffy Boom, who 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 you could put up against Pharrell? Honestly, trying to think. I don't know. Maybe. And then it's like, I got some names. But then again, they're not big names like Pharrell. So that's the thing. Their their records are bigger than them. Pharrell is equally as popular as his records. So like I'm saying, who? Who? I don't know. I believe they did Little John. And plus, that wouldn't be a good matchup. No, hell no. I said it would have to be someone on the East Coast. Cool and Dre, maybe? Thinking? Cool and Dre. Just Blaze? The disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who else picked the name, dog. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't know who else big no, the name. You're absolutely right. How could I not? How could I not think of Just Blaze? <laughs> but then again, it's this is probably me being a fan. Do you think anybody outside? Like, wait, I don't think it'll be a good battle though. Keep it real. But what you don't think Just Blaze versus Pharrell? I mean, it'll be cool, but I don't think it'll be as interesting. Like. You should put Just Blaze against somebody else, like, more in his caliber. Like, it, to me, it's two totally different styles. You know what I'm saying? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But wait, Pharrell got gangster shit, too. No, he definitely do. Okay. Yeah. Definitely do. Like, Just Blaze maybe against Knife Wonder. I was about to say that. I think that would be a bad. Swiss, if you hear this, we want it. <laughs> Just Blaze versus Ninth Wonder. Hell yeah. We want it. We yeah. want it. I want it. Fuck Word the up. Like shit. I'd watch that. <laughs> Fuck. I get popcorn, wings, Word the up. whole nine yitty for that shit. We might do a live podcast while that's on. No, that's a fact. That's a fact, yo. For some shit like that. Absolutely. That shit, don't even tell me that's in the workings, bro. I'm about to get the fucking infrastructure up. Word <laughs> up. <laughs> shit. But um, we got the last one right here, or one of the last ones. French Montana and Jim Jones will face off in a versus. Oh my god! 
French Montana and Jim Jones beef is squashed, and now the rappers have agreed to face off against each other in a versus match. In a new conversation with Complex, Montana at was asked about the possible versus with a Kendrick Lamar since he claimed he has more hits than uh the la oh yeah, I remember that. But Montana shot it down. I think it was like last year, he said. But hold up. Montana continue explaining. No, no, no. Your ads are too aggressive for me. <laughs> but Montana continue explaining that he and Jones would make more sense. I think I want to go against Jim Jones, he said. Since we did beef, I think it would be something that... And I think we said this. This is the future of verses I'm seeing. Yeah. It started with the Jeezy, right? Yeah, it's going to be the future of it. No, actually, I... Yeah, the them and but I think wasn't Beanie Man and Bounty beefing oh, at one time. Oh, I forgot about they did a versus. Yeah, I think they was beefing too, man. But so, I'm. This so is I'm me, not, man. Like, we keep it real. I'm not a big French guy, bro. I'm not, yo. He got some street anthems. He do like. I, I can't. I gotta acknowledge that. This, this is my. View. This is why I say I'm not a big French guy. Only reason why I say that is because I can't sit here right now without going to my phone and naming songs that he got that were hits. I can't come off the top of my head like that. But at the same time, how many yeah, hits? Can. How many hits do Jimmy got? Jimmy got a few. He got a few. But see, I think it's a fair matchup. But the thing is, is with. I think that when this type of battle is that it's going to it's so fair cuz they both got a lot of mixtape work. Cuz if Jimmy's going in his mixtape bag. Oh, it's a rap, bro. He got a lot of shit that's not hits that will smoke fucking boots. Rider music? Bro. Bro. Hold on, let me show he you. He better not go in that Rider music bag. Yo, let me show Ooh. you my list, son. I wish the screen could see this. I'm on your library, right? Yeah. Let's click Jim Jones. Most of this shit is mixtapes. Yup. Yeah, Rider music. He went where it started. Come on, bro. All this shit. All ambitions of a gangster. Come on, man. The DJ, DJ drama. drama. Bro, wait. And don't forget the Purple Gang shit, too. Oh, yeah. Wait, like, hold up. Nah, that wasn't Jimmy, though. That was, that was, he was like featured on it, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think maybe. I'm cooking. But. Well. Uh, I just on. know Rider music was a banger. It was on Purple City, Road to the Riches. Bro. Well, yeah, Jim Jones, Purple City, Shice Bub. Yeah. He can play that. I, I wait. Well, he's still on it. He can play it anyway. He can play that. And yo, if they're doing mixtape work. French, I don't think he got nothing for Purple City. No. I don't think he got nothing for around my way. That sh that shit hit a little different. It way, but then again, around my way ain't that crazy. But you know, these is just hood favorites. But I don't know. He might fuck around and play it because you know they be playing Lucy's at yo, the end. So yo, if he come out with that, um, I don't know if you remember it, but it was off the Rider music, the Black Wall Street track with with the game. It had that crazy ass piano beat. I Black so. Wall Street gang, they banging. See the block, so. they G'd up, G's up. Dipset, so. we ride. Yo. Uh, let me see. I'm about to pull it up. Hold on. Can I hit it off here? Yeah, Could... yeah, yeah. Yo, he. Banger. 
You don't remember that? No, I got it. Son, this was in the black radio era. Mm. Hold up. The hook, the hook. You'll know it from the hook. Hold up. Boo back. Hey, hold up. You Yo, about to flag us. The mix the mixtape work from Jimmy? Yeah, YouTube, yeah, they be on their shit. <laughs> the mixtape work from Jimmy though? Yeah. Yo. That mixtape work from Jimmy is nothing to play with, dog. Yo, we might have to mute this part, but wait. Oh no, nah, no, nah, wait, no, nah, it's all good. You know, you two they be wailing. But nah, the Jimmy's mixtape work, I strongly agree. Yeah. I would not his mixtape work, but then again, French got mixtape work. Yeah, but nah, man. None of his mixtape work has came to me anywhere close to Jim's, bro. I, I agree. I'm rolling with Jimmy, man. I can't hold you. I'm rocking with Jimmy too, bro. I'm rocking with Jimmy. No and... disrespect to the Aki, you know what I'm saying? But yo, bro, Jim, man. And Jim might come on some bullshit too, because Jim already said he'd be on his bullshit. Mm -hmm. So this might this might be on some fucking Gucci. Jim might play a diss record. Yeah, but I'm a at the same time though, I think this is not a versus battle that anybody would ask for. I, I agree, but I think, wait, I think French got sleep. I'm sorry, but I'll say this. I think French got bigger records, more well, recent, yeah, bigger records. Of course, records. the joints with um Drake, that the stay scheming. Bro, the fucking shit um, with fucking. Um, no stylus. That, wait, I'm not, wait, I'm not even talking. We didn't even get to the mega record. The shit with the um Untouchable, Unstoppable. Oh, you know it. I probably Unforgettable. do know it. I probably do know it. It's just that. Wait, when French put Unforgettable on, Jimmy ain't got nothing for that. Jimmy ain't got well, nothing for that. That's the first song that comes up, too. Unforgettable. When he put yeah. something on, he ain't got nothing for that. That joint is like out of this universe fire. Yeah, well, I'm I'm rolling with Jimmy, dog. It's, nobody's going to change my mind, either. And I'm going to keep it real. Through the, through the verses, if I watch it, I'm I'm rolling for Jimmy. Like nothing's gonna change my mind, dog. And I, I don't know. I just got the hate is real on this side sometimes, yo. I, I ain't and, mad. and when the hate comes out, it it just comes out and there's no switching it up. <laughs> there's no switching it up, yo. Yo, I bro, I'm not even bad. Look, I I think I'm not gonna hold you. I'm rocking with Jimmy too, but I also believe that. French has some bangers, so I'm not even going to say it's a landslide. I think it's going to be very close. I actually think we would be very surprised with the amount of bangers that French Montana yeah, has. definitely. It's almost to the point that... I agree. I feel that it's Jimmy's mixtape work and dipset work that's going to really keep him in this. Yeah. And and don't get it twisted. You could use all those records because those are your records. They 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 shook the city when they came out. And you feel me? They 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 probably inspired a lot of what French did. So let's let's not take away from it. But a lot of these French and Drake joints, oh boy. Yeah. 
You feel me? Or just some of these regular... Because the thing is, is that I'll say this. French is not an album artist. Jimmy is. He's an album. He's a mixtape artist. French is going to give you singles. Yeah. And when he gives them to you, they're going to bang. Mm-hmm. It's just no denying them. But... It's the truth. When it comes to some of those Jimmy joints... French could probably give you five or ten records that you'll be singing the whole hook and probably the first verse to. Yeah, no doubt. Because wait, I'm not, just I'm give, not taking that away from him. Because he just gives they're just those type of records. He just makes those type of records. But Jimmy, he giving you something that's a little bit more gutter. Mm-hmm. You might have to put the kids to bed. <laughs> you feel me? But that's uh, what I that's what I like though. Like I'm. I'm just not into French, dog. Put it like that. I ain't, I'm just not into him. I'm not mad. I'm not saying he's whack. I'm just... You probably... The only song I probably got on my list is Stay Scheming to Keep It Real. Nah, I ain't mad at you. And then and then at the same time... I Maybe I, all the way up. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't put him in the same category as with Meek. Because I feel like no. you don't like him like... You feel... I don't know no, if no, it's no, the same no. thing. No, yeah. no, no. I like French better than Meek. Okay, yeah. I just got my own personal yeah. hate against Meek. <laughs> <laughs> the Meek hate is on his own separate planet. Yeah. I ain't even mad. I'm not even mad. But when it comes down to French, um, nah, I think he got it, bro. I'm sorry. I think he got it. I But I do want to say this. I hate that verses is... And I'm telling you now, this is becoming the future of Versus. It's yeah. going to be the platform to air grievances. I mean, it's cool and all that, but, yo, they they could have did something better. They could have put French against somebody more in his category. And they could have... Who? You're trying to put him against a lesser artist, but I'm saying, who who else could French go against? Meek. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yo, nah, I don't I'm, know, but I I'm gotta, not. I, wait, I'm not even gonna hold you. That is actually a good matchup when I think about it, because Meek is almost like a single artist. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. You probably right, because if Jimmy wastes any good Dipset records on him, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, you better not use any good Dipset records. Yo, when it comes to Jim Jones being on that screen. It should be like what you got on as the next topic, yo. Yeah, no. Nah, matter of fact, let's go to that. Dipset versus G-Unit or D-Block. I'm going to be honest. Which one off the bat makes sense? For me, right now, Dipset versus D-Block. I agree. But then again, I don't, I don't want to count G-Unit out, man. I want to count them out. All right, so, all right, say we count G-Unit out. Wait, I got I'm... a reason, though, I want to count them out, though. I, I want to hear it. Dipset and D-Block, like, all right, at the time when they was all out, all three, either you're rolling with Dipset or you're rolling with G-Unit or you're rolling with D-Block, like Facts. you said before. Yep. You're picking one of them. Or, yeah, you're going to dibble and dabble with all of them, but you're, you're rolling with one of them. Facts. Dipset and D-Block is more for the streets. They're going to give you that more gritty and grimy sound. Yeah. G-Unit, they got some gritty and grimy sound, too. I'm not going to take that away from them. Mm-hmm. But it's a little more watered down, ready for the radio. If you get what I'm saying. Like, they're more... Yeah. You they're know, more commercialized. They're more yeah. prepackaged. That's like, what you mean. Dipset versus D-Block. It's like 
it's like street versus street, like this hood yeah. versus that hood, like Harlem versus Yonkers, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm I saying? I agree. But then, I the only reason I don't want to count G Unit out because there was tension between G Unit and both these crews, and I personally think. But then again, it goes back to what I was saying. This is going to be the platform to air grievances. Yeah. It's like, if it's going to tie in with that, put it like this. If it's going to tie in with that, instantly no. So but, that's but, going to count out G-Unit versus D-Block and Dipset versus G-Unit. Like, yeah, they had they had G-Unit and D-Block had their little rap battle beef or whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? But I, I just watched a Sheik interview, and he straight up said, like, that shit stayed strictly music and never went any further. Like... Mm-hmm. He said it straight up, like in so many words, like G Unit was soft. Oh, like they shit. didn't want to take it any further. But <laughs> and then he brought up when they had beef with um with The Rock. Mm. And they was talking about I remember that. How gangster them Philly cats was on it. Yeah. Beanie Siegel. Mm. Remember back in the day? You don't see it no more. Well, I don't. Yeah. Or maybe I'm not paying attention. Driving around all the hoods, it used to be vans wrapped. With artists' names on it. Yeah, damn. Yeah, you remember that? Yo, Sheik Luch was saying on an interview with um, it might have been with Vlad, and um, he was saying um, the Locks van was riding through Philly, just so happened to go down through South Philly where Beans is at. Beans was on some gangster shit. Yo, hell no, we got beef with these cats. What he do? Rip the driver out the van. What? Like, yo, get out. You ain't riding through my hood with this shit. Bro. I'm some gangster shit, yo. Bro. And, yo, like, Sheik was saying, like, how that beef was real. And them and the G-Unit beef was like, I, you play your song, we're going to play our song type shit. That's, that's, <laughs> like, like, G-Unit didn't want no sauce with D-Block. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, because I never even heard that story, yo. Yo, I'm telling you. That's wild, bro. Yo, that's, Sheik even said it. He was like, yo, I couldn't believe how how thorough and 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 gangster these cats from Philly was. He's like, no disrespect to Philly. I love Philly, one of my most favorite cities. But back then, I ain't know they was coming like that. He's like, for them to rip the guy out of our promotional van, he's like, that's just some gangster shit. That, <laughs> bro, that's just, that shit is beyond me, bro. That's like, yo, but then again, like I was saying back in the day, but... This is see. This is still you know early two thousands whatnot, but just niggas bringing that nineties element into it, bro. You couldn't be no good, but that's why niggas chose a side. Yeah. Because if you there was no double dip and double dutching. Nah, man. You feel me? You feel me? I'm with the op and you. I'm like, no nigga. Who nah. are you with? You gotta choose one and choose one fast. And choose one fast. And yo, let's keep it real. Let like that, that that was the G universe D block type thing we're talking about, right? For this, yeah. Dips if Dipset goes against G unit, right? Let's say they do. G unit's album work is not as hard as Dipset's album work. Like, I agree. you're gonna get more party music. That off That double of it. disc was so crazy. Yo, you're gonna off the G unit. You're gonna get more party music and more music for the women. Yeah. Like on some lovey-dovey type shit. You yep. know what I'm saying? Which ain't nothing wrong with it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But if they if Dipset battles any of these camps, I say do it mixtapes. Battle with the mixtapes tracks. But 
You know, and you then can't again, leave that first that diplomatic immunity. Hold on, hold on. No, bring that in too. Yeah, it's cool. Oh. But because it was a lot of some of them cuts was on the mixtapes too. Yeah. But yo, you still gotta knock your unit out. Cause yo, you're gonna think of the dipset volume series with DJ K Slave. I think it was vo- dipset volume one to volume five, I believe, right? Was mm. it four or five? Yeah, five. All right. Them shits was hard, bro. All of them. Them shits All was hard. Of them. Every last Every one of them. Every single one of them. Yo, you could play from beginning to end. Bro. And then we, yo, and how is, hard? Like G Unit Radios has some hard shit too. But it, keep it real. Was it as hard as a Dipset mixtape? Nah, yo, Volume One through Five. Oh nah, man, it it the one there wasn't as hard because then they were doing a lot of like you said more commercial remixing of tracks mm-hmm. and stuff. And then here's the crazy thing: some of those remixes made it to the radio. Yeah, they were playing the remixes more or in tune with the the real song. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, that's that's just crazy to be like. They're playing their remix behind our record like it's the real shit. But that's neither here nor there. It's just that when you see it all come full circle, I do believe what you said is that G-Unit, they they, they had some street shit. Definitely but, did. But even, even with their street shit, I think it was still prepackaged in a way. Some of it. Like, they didn't have a lot of what up gangsters. Many men. But then again, that's just 50, you feel me? It's like you got to kind of go to 50 and like, yeah, what's G Unit gonna play? A whole bunch of fifty? Stay G'd up. And I'm not gonna hold and you. D- huh. I'm not even gonna hold you. This is real talk. I didn't even know that was a G Unit song until like many years later. Because J Hood <laughs> and motherfucking Styles P. Yo, shout outs to J Hood. Big shouts to Word. you, J Hood. We appreciate the love that you showed on that post. But this is real talk, no fan talk. I did not know that that was a G Unit beat because I think the first time we heard that was it on a was it the K Slay or the Who Kid tape? I think it was a K Slay tape. It was K Slay, right? Yeah. It was a bro. Shout wait, shout outs to K shout outs to K Slay. Oh, right? Shout outs to K Slay. <laughs> you know I mean? Dez, you feel me? You know what I mean? back K Slay right here. You know what I mean? So But yo, this goes back to um to the beginning of what we said. You didn't know that was a G unit track no. because back in the day you had to pick a camp. Dipset, G Unit, or D Block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of G Unit shit I didn't hear. I didn't hear that G Unit album. I know it sounds crazy now, but I didn't listen to that shit. I was rocking with D-Block. Them niggas was beefing. I was like, fuck that. Fuck G-Unit. I'm with D-Block. I'm riding out. These my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all of that shit. But it's now when you look back in hindsight, it's like, yo, they was bodying so many of their beats. And I'm like, and then I'm not going to hold you. And it sounds crazy because I bring it up is that what J-Hood and Styles P did to stay G'd up. And, and bro, you was there. You was there. You remember... Bro, the fuck we couldn't even listen. Bro, I can't even. Well, I think the stay G'd up is the original. Yeah, can't even. It don't even sound. Nah, bro, stay D'd up. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> shout, shout outs to Hood, but Styles. Whoa, we're talking <laughs> what early two thousand Styles P. Yeah, holy fuck, yeah. bro. Holy fuck, this guy had. Yo, demons. he was. The, yo. It's, Styles P and that Styles P still an animal now. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, right now, a lot of cats don't want to go into. I think that's up- that case lay regulator work. But continue. Ooh. I think. I think. Ooh. I think. I think. I think so. 
You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that regulator series. Yeah. But you know. But, but yo, it's, to me, my opinion, I'm not talking about a versus battle. I'm talking about just a just a battle, like yeah. rap battle. Like, yo, you spit and I spit. A lot of cats don't want it with Styles, even now to this day, bro. No, that's a fact. That's a Styles fact. Styles is, yo, highly slept on. Yeah, yeah. Highly slept on. You know, it. They kind of they kind of cornered themselves in a way, but then again, I don't think. I see the thing is, I don't think they slept on. I think they actually get the proper recognition they get. They deserve. It's just that they cornered themselves into a niche market that they. You feel me? They never really like even their mainstream shit wasn't that mainstream. Because mm-hmm. think about it, like. His his styles P Gangsta and Gentleman the single was I get high, yeah. don't get twisted it was a fire song uh, we needed that for the culture the smokers and everything but compare that to in the club or the shit that Jay Z was doing at the time but it goes to like I said Dipset versus G Unit or D Block Dipset and D Block was strictly for the streets yeah. like you said Styles P single I get high. 50 Cent single in the club. Yeah. Now you're right. Now you're right. You're right. So you know it's a different... But then again, they're both big records, but they target two totally different markets. And you see, the thing is, is that not saying the streets don't make up a big market, but the thing with the streets do that fuck it up for the artists is that, bro, we bootleg. We stream. <laughs> we 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 find methods of acquiring the, the you get what I'm saying? And then not only that, the mixtape shit. Like when we mm-hmm. think about it, how many artists was getting royalties off of mixtapes? Right. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like like I think that's why the feds ran into drama shit. Like you feel me? Like, nah, yeah, the feds been around. Yeah, I think once the two thousands came, the feds was just hot on everybody's ass. <laughs> I don't know who opened the door to let the feds into hip hop, but look what you have done. Right, <laughs> you feel me? But back to the battle. It's I would say, G Unit. Yeah, they would probably get X'd out, but I feel in a way this sounds crazy because I was just thinking about it. It should be a three way battle. I think, because in a way, I feel that, how could it say it be like round one? Either like the fans vote on it or something, and they choose on, yo, it'd be Dipset versus G-Unit. Then the winner takes on, uh, you feel me, D-Block. And it's like, but because then again, I say, because I only say that because we can't talk about D-Block without G-Unit and Dipset. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. You can't talk Dipset without, you feel me? You can't talk, because there was a time it was- you had to pick a clip. Yeah, and then even when you and then when you talk them, you can't talk the mixtapes. Case Lay, Duwop, Big Blue, Mike. Big, you know what I'm saying? Cutmaster, Envy, like it's it's just like you can't. These are conversations they were synonymous with each other because they ran the mixtapes and the mixtapes ran the streets, mm-hmm. and these were the groups at the time that the streets were listening to. Yo, D-Block had the mixtape game on Smash for me, though. Yeah. It seemed like every week something new was out, you know? No, big facts. Yo, we couldn't keep up. We kept up with it, but it was yeah. hard to keep up with it. No, facts. And, yo, there was no streaming back then. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. For a lot of this shit, like, wait, it, it sounds crazy. You had to t- you had to trust your mixtape dealer every time. Yeah. Because, say, like, when we was going to get some of these mixtapes, 
Bro, like, remember, like, not everybody who sold CDs back then sold street mixtapes. Right. Some people sold R&B mixes. Remember, like, shout Blends. out to Henry. They shout out only old, old school. People sold blend. They sold club CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, like, if you wanted some, like, good street mixtapes, you had to really know who to go to. Yes. And, and, yo, like, shout outs to Habib. Yeah, Habib, yo, Habib held us down, son. He held us fucking down. Bro, I'm not even gonna lie. Bro, it's like, cause wait, not only were we fans of the music, he understood, like, when we came looking for the QK Slip, he knew K Slip. Bro, fuck, fuck new K Slip. When he seen, when he seen, he knew what to give us. Yeah. It wasn't even be like, yo, hold on here. Boom, 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 here, check this out. Boom, 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 here, check that out. He already knew what to give us. He already knew. He knew what we were coming for. He already knew. Yeah. He, he knew the recipe that we wanted. He yo. knew the drops. He knew yeah. everything. Yo, he big had shout out to Habib, aka Low Main from the Low Lives, man. But wait, wait, I feel I feel like we'll be doing a just do, because we can't shout out Habib without shouting out Juan. Oh, word. Because Juan was the one who originally put us up yeah. on Habib. Yeah. I remember because yeah. this conversation yeah. that we are having now about yeah. trust your mixtape person, we were like, where are you getting these? Oh, man. I it was like a Super Mario D-Block mixtape. Oh. And um, I remember Juan, we was chilling in the buildings. Yeah. I mean, doing what we do. Yeah. Juan pulled it out. He's like, yo, we going to bump this. Yo, where'd you get that? Yo, let, no, matter of fact, we was like, yo, let us hold that so we can yeah. dub it on yeah, tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> and Juan took that shit back fast. He's like, hell no. Go see Habib. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, that's, and that's where it started. It was like, yeah, he was right downtown in front of R.I.P. V.I.M. Because I think it's what the Noble now. Well, no, Express. No, yeah, it was in front of Express. No, he wasn't in front of V.I.M. Yeah, that was Express. Not V.I.M. Your V.I.M. was down the block. He was yeah. in front of, wait, whatever there. that store was, it was Express back then. I think it was Express. Possibly. I think it was Express back in the day. But he, he, he put us on. I the name of the store back in the day. Yeah. But Juan put us on, bro. And he was a big D-Block fan. He listened to the tapes. He listened to the drama hour. He knew about the drops. Like, and that was the thing. It's like, yo, he, and, and, and like, yo, we... We gotta, yo, shout out, yo, thank you, B. Right if up. we have never told you that before, thank you. Because, yeah. yo, that helped us when we became right you me vendors right. and everything. But you get what I'm saying? So a lot of that was like, but like I said, shout outs to Juan for planting the seed. Yeah. Because, like I said, before we, we was scrambling. We was going up 7th Ave. Fighting through club CDs and mixes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but we was finding it. Yeah, we was finding it. <laughs> it was hard finding it. <laughs> but we, but we was, was finding it. it. Yeah. Real talk. Yo, I, we might have been going through a lot of G unit, like, nah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, yo. Where's that ghost in the shell at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough back then, bro. So, like, it, it was really important. So, Shout out, yo, and yo, he had them all, the big, he had yep. the slaves, the big mics, the clues, yep. the envies, the, the catastrophes, the white house. He had them all, yep. man. He had them all. The super All Mario. the flavors, the super, all the latest D-block, and the owl. 
the the had the complete collection mixtapes that were the unofficial releases. So you know he held it down. He held it down, man, bro. Real talk. Shout outs to you, babe. Real, real talk, man. Um, Original low life, aka Lil Main. Yeah, man. Happy. Big facts, bro. Sound like Yeah, sound like shit. You already know the business, man. But you feel me? But. We, we got one more on the slate. One more. We, let's let's talk this graph, man. Oh, yeah. Pull this up. Because I wanted to look at this, man. This I didn't even dig one. into this. Give it a few, few minutes. We'll give it a deep dive. We'll give it a few. I just thought it was interesting. You know, we were... We 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 are writers, and I'm 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 one step, one foot in, one foot out. You know, you know <laughs> what I mean. Trace to the problem, but still rock on the answer. But at the same time, we we do appreciate the graph culture and what it is, and then seeing an article like the subscription. What? What the? F- I'm not subscribing to the New York Times to read about graph. What? Where do they think I am going to do what? The fact that they believe that I'm going to do that is more naive than listen. <laughs> Here it goes. Graffiti is back and virus warned New York. So basically, from what these reports are saying, is that, oh no, this is Reddit. Shout out to Reddit, though. Reddit is definitely it. I like primary sources better, though. But basically, from what the New York report says, is that since the coronavirus is here, they had to get budget cuts due to the near, due to the mayor, and due to these budget cuts, the graffiti is now back in an all-time spike all throughout the city. Oh, is that cold? That's cold. That's oh, a cold. New York cold. Okay. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Zexer on that tag right there. Somebody looked like somebody shot him out. R.I.P. Zexer, he just passed away. Not that long ago. You feel me? So, you know, we definitely get in touch with the graph community. So, when we see things in articles like this, we definitely want to... Oh, wow. This is... Yeah, I want to dig into this article, man. They're not giving me nothing. Either I subscribe for a fucking year, or I fight the internet to see who got the best... I'm not giving New York Times... Oh, wait, bro. Is any, are all these websites like this? Look, I think we might not be reporting on this. Oh, man. This one might have to, we have to wait for the next week. Because at the current moment, they're trying to redirect me to Amazon. What? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. With that being said, this, this, <laughs> this show is, is a wrap. DJ Technical Difficulties. Oh, the nah, back, they trying to get me into motherfucking <laughs> Amazon. Chill. Nah, but let me say something on this graph. It was on the headlines of the paper, man. And my man sent me the, a picture of it. And I don't know, man. Like, I'm dope. It's dope seeing whole cars done. Yeah. Like, back in the day. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm all for that. And to keep it real... It looks good, yo. Even yeah. if you're not a writer, it's pretty dope. No. I'd rather see this rolling into a subway station instead of an advertisement for 
McDonald's or something, which is like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might yeah. as well keep it like this, man. But one, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. But oh, wait, what, the artist, the, hold on, the artist work in yeah. these pictures, it looked like they from what the styles. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But to me, the styles look like they're from overseas. Like it's not authentic New York City cats you doing it, man. Nah, wait. Let me look into this. But what you said. But nah, but what you said with McDonald's and shit is that they should fucking partner with these people, bro. Nah, they should man, partner with that. these writers. Nah. No well, way. They nah. They try they they try to poach off the culture every fucking nah. day. You know why I say don't don't partner with them? Why? I I mess with graph, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I'm one of these cats that's doing a whole car. Mm-hmm. From top to bottom, or just doing window down, just a regular piece of my name. I'm doing that for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, and you don't have, you know, Grav, you can read it. I'm doing it for you too. If you, if you, yeah. you know what I mean, you maybe, but mostly it. for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I never, when, when I start doing it, partner up with McDonald's or, or some other company. If, it, if I was to cast on there and I'm getting paid for it, I'm going to feel like I'm not doing it for me no more. This is going to turn into a job, and I'm, right. and I'm not going to be as dedicated. I'm not going to have the heart for it at, no more. You know what I'm saying? Not big like, getting money from it's cool and all, but I don't think the dedication would be as strong. Like, the, the love for it. Yeah. Like, the lifestyle, the culture of it. It might easily drift away little by little. It's, it's like almost like you're commercializing it too much. Yeah. I, I understand, but then at the same time, don't you think the exposure would be, bring like more people eyes to the culture and appreciation to it and like desensitize it? Because when I say desensitize, they in some places and a lot of people they still view it as vandalism. And to us, especially to us, we know that it's art. But then at the same time, getting the connection because they, for some reason, they don't see the two to be mutual to be uh, to meet mutually in the middle. To like, me, you hear what I'm saying? To me, graffiti and vandalism, first of all, is two totally different things. Absolutely. To me, but I don't think it should be hand in hand, yo. Like to the cats that do make money off of it, they're doing little canvases, putting up in art galleries. Cool, yo. That's what you want to do. Do it. I didn't get into graph for that though. Um, that's all I'm saying. No, facts, facts. It's for the love, for the culture. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I agree. That's the same thing, especially with production and everything I do. We do it for the love. The love first. Everything comes after. But then again, I do see some type of beneficial gain to the exposure that could come from being on a platform or in partnership. And, and another with thing, but another thing like too, that. like. If it goes that way, say you're the cat that's bombing the trains, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, they look like they're from overseas or whatever. They probably is, they probably not. I don't know. The styles look like it, though. But anyway, say it's you. Now, you partnering, go commercial. Everybody's going to know who you are now. The way I got taught about graph, 
you do your work and try to stay unknown. No, true, true. You know what I'm saying? No, you're absolutely right. But then again, isn't part of the being unknown is because the way they treat it and the way they criminalize it? Because say in a way, if they didn't criminalize it and they made it more mainstream, it would be more socially acceptable. It'll be watered down, though, man. It'll be watered down. Like, I don't... Like, yo, it's a lot of legal walls out now, right? Yeah. You show me something. I just painted... I painted a lot of legal walls. I'm keeping real. Well... Yeah, I paint a lot of. <laughs> See, he paints all legal walls. For the record, all walls are legal. All. <laughs> I just painted a legal, a legal wall this past weekend. It was cool. Like no, no diss shot to anybody that, that paints legals. No, it's just fun. It's fly. You can take your time, make something nice. You know what I mean? Yes. Cars is gonna stop. Oh damn, yo, look at that. But. It's a whole different feel. It's a whole different feel. Like, I don't know. I guess you got to be a part of it to understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to explain. Like, when you say you're you're out on the streets and you're bombing, you're that dude. You know what I mean? You're hitting highways or a billboard or something. You know what I'm saying? That you're not supposed to hit, allegedly. You know, if, you know what I mean? Say you hit a billboard. Late night, rocking it. I ain't hit no billboard. I'm scared of heights. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but say you rock the billboard. You got it all. Ain't no better feeling in the world than coming through the next day in the daylight and seeing it like, yo, I got that all. Facts. Like, yo, I did that. Facts. Facts. Now, when you ride past and it's a legal joint, you ain't going to get that same feeling. Because anybody can go there and do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they should commercialize it, man. No, you're, you're right. And I, I do understand what you're saying. It's going to get totally watered down. And the game, to me, is already getting messed up a little bit. But nah, the game's getting wild. The game's wild. But, yo, you it's going to... show me some footage that, that I wouldn't even, wouldn't even associate with Graf. But I'm like, this is some street figure shit. Like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, like... Catch this round. Well. Like, I'm just leaving it at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're wild. Let's, 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 yeah. I don't think we can post that footage here. No, 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 no. But, um, yeah. But at the same time, I do see the benefit of when you make it more mainstream. Some of the stuff that you're saying, I understand it's the thrill, the risk. Like, there's a lot of, like, you get what I'm saying? I did that. You know how hard it was, how to get up there. You know, and it's a little bit of like, I don't know, life endangerment because you know what you have to go through to get there to do what you did. Like, Raph Katz is doing stuff that the ordinary person wouldn't even think of doing and what the ordinary person can't do. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Anyway, and then I stand, you got to be quick, timing, everything. But I, I'll say this. I I understand the the, the the thrill and the organicness of the culture because once you commercialize it, it it's no telling, because I'm going to be honest, there's no telling where, what direction it could go in. Because yeah. a dude could come in in a suit with a couple hundred million and he could turn this shit to mesquite. You feel me? Or you could keep it organic and then you could see where that, that goes. Mm-hmm. Because... It's like, I get it, and I use Mesquite as an example, because if I'm correct, every shirt was originally hand-painted. 
yeah. Then the bag and came the in. Yep. And then the bag came in and they just started print pressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just started mass producing them shits. You yeah, feel me? Right. I'm like, so I can see what you mean on how they can water down a product mm-hmm. once it gets too mainstream. But then again, when you look at Mesquite, granted, it did lose the the original zing that made it hot. But then when you look at the reach and the places it was able to go, granted, it lost a lot of its exclusivity and its thrill. But when you saw how far Mesquite was able to go, it's like, wow. It's like they were able to get it into places. Put it in that form? Like how it went from handmade to screen printing. Yeah. If the graph game goes that way, it commercialized. I think it's gonna go the same way. We're gonna have cats. Oh yeah, um, work off of this iPad or whatever tablet or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna print it and we're gonna wrap the train in it. That's yeah. whack, bro. I, I get what you're saying. That's yeah, whack, I, yo. I hope not. That's wait. That is extreme if they ever get to that point. But that it's just like putting big ass stickers up. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But then again, it's like I don't know. See, the city one, they have to embrace it. They see the same way they do marijuana and they decriminalize it. Mm-hmm. They need to really come in and decriminalize the fucking vandalism and everything like that, because you know it's like. Look at the way and the direction it's going. One artist, artist art, regardless of how, what would you think of it and how you do it. A lot of these pieces, they are more artistic than some shit that you see in some galleries. Yeah, more and detailed than everything. I'm kind of happy that um, ever since COVID, New York City defunded their vandalism squad, where they're getting rid of it. You know what I mean? Painting over it. I'm kind of happy about that. Not just because I like graffiti, but when I think of graffiti, think of the the birthplace of hip hop, the Bronx. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They should give lead way to it out there, cause dog, it's it's the mecca, man. It's where it originated from. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They always say, "Don't forget where you come from." Well, that's where that came from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. New York wouldn't be New York without graffiti. Put it like that. Nah, it's part of the culture. It's the, it's the aesthetic of way. That's so crazy. And that's just not being on some hip-hop talk. That New York wouldn't be New York without graffiti because when people...